The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. TSF Entertainment Podcast fans, this is your boy Retro CG, and I'm joined tonight by my great hosts. Uh, I got Mr. Billy B TV in the house. Hey, and I'm joined by my brother in arms, Mr. Jacka Jordans, aka D Jackson. What's up? What's good? No red cup. I'm drinking straight out of a glass. Straight glass <laughs> drinking tonight. <laughs> straight glass drinking tonight. I'm classy today. Classy based. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And tonight, we're going to talk about uh, Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Episode 4, and it's Do Not Sleep. So, mm. first thoughts, what y'all thought about the episode? Uh, it wasn't my favorite out of the four so far, but... Really? Part of the storyline. Really? Yeah. Okay, D? That's crazy, because that's one of my favorites out of the four. <laughs> you know, I'm on the complete... Um, opposite, opposite <laughs> end of it because of the way a lot of things unfolded. Um, it, it brought a little bit more drama to it, and you kind of it, it, it kind of unites it, not unites, but it kind of connects the beef a little bit more. Like it's no longer pushing the story mm-hmm. forward. We're yeah, no, we no yeah, longer diplomatic needed. about it. Yeah, yeah no it was longer definitely like, a needed story. Dipl- yeah. dip- being diplomatic about it's off the window. Well, I guess I'm finna blow y'all mind because I mean I thought it was a great episode. Uh, I'm so far I'm loving all of them. Like yeah, me too. So far, this is my favorite out of the series. I think I uh, too. I think they they're doing a great job with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's definitely better than book two. Oh my gosh, <laughs> by leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. I mean, I mean everything about it is better than book two. That- it's not even just so much the acting and stuff. It's just the story development, stuff making sense, stuff being sequential. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you the writing able... is much better. Yeah. And I know, much I know, better. we say this in every episode, but shout out to the people who's doing the fashion for them. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm it's like, not yeah, even. It's not even on. just about the fashion. It's the set. It's the design. It's, it's everything. All that. It's like, just the done. feel of all of it. It, all of it is just so authentic. It's, the maroon sixes with the with the Gucci. Look, come on, yeah, come on, yeah, the maroon, come on, yeah. I peep the maroon sixes too. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's a sneaker. <laughs> come on, oh God, Crystal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this was a, this was a George Six episode because somebody else has some sixes on too, but that's neither here nor there. The sport blues, yeah. yeah, one yeah. Of, oh my God, one of the mixed crew. He had a oh sport blue. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he had on like an Elvis uh, leather, but that's not here nor there. I, I, 
I don't think it was a telly, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, gosh. So, so the episode kicks off with uh, Unique and his crew. Uh, they're chasing um, uh, Trez down the um, stairway. And we, uh, we, we met Trez last episode. Uh, he was the dude that was in the car uh, when they were trying to get the re-up, when they got uh, hemmed up by the uh, 5-0 on the uh, re-up. So they're chasing him. They finally catch up to him, and they bring him back to, like, this back room. And is they were torturing him, yes, but in a way, it kind of seemed as if they were interrogating him to try to find out, you know, uh, what happened with this re-up, you know, how did the feds find out about our re-up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Unique is, he, he's pissed. He's very pissed. Absolutely. And, and when he said, open this nigga ear up so I can hear what he's saying. I gonna be good. Oh <laughs> I my really, gosh! I knew that it wasn't gonna be good. Like uh, that was needed. About, one thing about uh, power, we know that we're gonna get some gruesome kill scenes in uh, uh, power. I mean, no matter what version yeah. of it. So, I mean, long story short, you know, we find out that they got history. We found out through Kanan's narration that you know they grew up together, like him and Unique and. Um, Trez, they grew up together, you know, they were close, they were found, and, you know, he was pretty much acting as Unique's right-hand man in the streets, so, you know, Unique was really upset about, you know, what had to happen, I mean, dude was pissed, and, you know, he ended up killing him, he ended up putting a bullet in his head, you know, and it kind of takes me back to that comment that uh, Kanan told Tariq back in power that, you know, you're not a real killer unless you kill someone you love, so uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of that unfolding um, as this story um, goes out. So, what did y'all think about that scene? You go ahead, really, B. Um, I mean, I feel the same way. Like, it was, you know, they were trying to figure out, Unique's trying to figure out what happened. Like, did somebody, somebody in his crew snitching? Like, because they know that that just wasn't coincidental. They knew specifically what time, what place. Like, it, it, so, yeah, he's definitely figure it out. Um, he was the dude that was in the hall in the alley getting high that yelled out five oh, right? Wasn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. I feel like that was just the and just that whole scene at the end where he was like, I love you, man. He was he shot him and it was like, I love you too. Like like you said, is it's that whole like the streets don't have no cold. You know what I mean? Like yep. it well, um it, it put me it, it put me in a mindset right before Nino Brown pulled the bullet on uh yep. OG money. Yep. Yeah. It, it put me it put me it put me in that mindset. And it needed to be done because it wasn't the fact that I don't think that he was thinking that he was snitching. It was the fact that he wasn't as sharp as he could have been. He was because he was getting high. Because like, yeah, he was supposed, high. yeah, you was getting high. You supposed to be watching the re-up. So. Yeah, yeah. You supposed to have been like if you wasn't if you weren't getting high, you probably could have seen. You know this. You know this. Right. The, the, the the five up on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know you would point. Right. Yeah. You would have noticed this foggy ass van ahead of time because you wasn't on point. I don't think it was necessarily that he thought that he you know was snitching. It was just more so. But it put me in the mindset of New Jack City. Not saying that it's a duplicate of that because that's just the way the game goes. You know, but to lose a quarter million, you know, on on your man's watch. Yeah, that's crazy. That's you know you, you got to show action behind that because you don't want people thinking you sweet. So you got to show action behind that. And so not only that, but uh, that's their whole re-up. And you know, right? They, their corners are low. You know, they ain't got enough product out on the streets or whatever. They needed this re-up. 
So this is going to slow business down for them. This is pretty much getting ready to, uh, um, you know, kill shit for them for a minute. Mm-hmm. So we then switch to Kanan at the house, uh, and he's making dinner. And shout out to the casserole dish, yo. <laughs> I remember my mom. Yo, had that cornerware. Everybody like that. had that cornerware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot, my mama still got it. Stop playing. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, we learned in this moment that, you know, Kanan always makes dinner for him and his mom on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. And so, what happens? You know, Symphony and his mom show up. You know, they already been out to dinner and everything. So you can instantly see the disappointment in his face that, you know, yo, this our night. And so, you know, sympathy, he does a good job trying to play it off. Like, you know, no, nah, we hungry. You know, let's sit down and eat. You know, let me set the table, sit down and eat. You know, Kanan is pissed. Like yeah. he is, he's mad pissed. Like, first of all, mom, you forgot about our night. And then two, you bring this dude home and, you know, you still have to sit down and have a conversation with me about where this is, what this is, you know. And I can kind of understand why he's frustrated and upset because if it would be me, I, I would be upset too. Like, mom, you hadn't even sat down to talk to me about this dude. You know, and I keep seeing him pop up and come around and, you know, he started to move things around that me, that are special to me and you. Like, what's up with this? But, you know, yeah. of course, he ain't trying to, you know, explain anything to her 15-year-old son. Like, you know, this is my house, my rules. You know, I spend time with whoever I want to spend time with. But it was just a real awkward moment at dinner for them because, you know, Symphony is trying to make conversation with him and, you know, trying to uh, open up to him and get him to open up and get to know him. And Kanan ain't paying him no attention at all. So. None. <laughs> but I can so. appreciate the fact that Kanan's anger was directed at who it should have been directed at when his mother said, you know, something about, you know, you know, Symphony was like, my bad, I didn't know. You know, that Tuesday nights he makes dinner for you and he looked at his mother and was like, she does. Yeah. Yep. You she know, did. and that's the first time that I'll be honest with you. That's probably the first time that I was actually disappointed in Rock. And I actually saw Rock as you just a regular woman sometimes. You superwoman, but you a regular woman. Because that, that's some stuff like we see Mr. Men too, but more times than not, we see it happen with women. They get a man and they get that they let other well I agree with what you're saying on that uh, it's, it's like you're so caught up in this new romance that you're forgetting about you know your child or what type of yeah, effect I mean, every Tuesday having night, like how, how do you like how is that not at the front of your mind when he call and say let's go to dinner tonight it should have ordered oh, this is Tuesday I can't do it like, like you got six other nights that you could be with him but that right. night you, it should have already been that should already be penciled in, blocked off. Nah, that's me and Kanan. That's what we do. So that's the first time that I really saw her sort of be a, a regular woman. You know what I'm saying? If that, if that makes any sense, what I'm trying to say. I think with I think with that part, she let her. I think she let her not parental judgment. I don't want to say parental judgment. That's the wrong way I'm looking for it. But more of her, I pay the bills. This is my house. I do what I want to. Attitude. Pretty much hold uh, hold more weight than her relationship and her bond between her and her son. Right. It, you know, but I, I think she she definitely was wrong. It definitely should have been a conversation they should have they they should sit down and discuss. considering that he's a teenager and exactly. you know he's a little bit older. You know, so it should have been a, a conversation that they should have had. You know, this is this is what it is. I'm not saying that she's doing it for her for his approval, 
but just letting them know that this, him you know, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, this is what it is, and this is how it's going to be. You know, so there's going to be some adjustments. We still keep our Tuesdays. You know, unless they was living in the same house, we still keep our Tuesdays. But other than that, but you now know, it's this a is Tuesday it's plus one going. Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at least allow him an opportunity to process what's going on. Because again, you know, last episode he comes downstairs and this dude is sitting around in his drawers on the computer. So at this point, <laughs> yo, yo, mom, when are you gonna sit down and have a conversation with me about this dude? You know, where is this going? Exactly. You know, is this gonna exactly. be my new stepdad? You know, I, you know, I, I'm assuming that she hasn't had a serious relationship since high post. So you know, he's used to it just being the two of them. You know, and the rest of the exactly. family. So, you know, now we got an outsider that's in the mix, you know, prepare me for what I'm getting ready to be dealing with. You know, I'm, I'm sharing my mother now with someone else that I'm not used to sharing with. So, you know, at the very least, it deserves a conversation. Again, I agree with you, uh, CP, that it doesn't necessarily have to be for his approval, but at the, you're informing him on what's going on. So mm-hmm. you're at least making him feel like he's a part of yeah. your life still. You know, and now that you're moving on and, you know, he's 15, he can fend for himself now. So. Right. right and right. she's processing that and she she kind of, to me, it kind of looks like she know herself that she filed and she kind of feel bad about it, but she doesn't want to address it. You know, uh, Raquel just kind of wants it to just go away on its own or fix itself on its own, but she knows ultimately she's going to have to do something to push this forward in order for uh, Kanan to be okay with this, in order for him and Stephanie to have uh, a positive relationship going forward, or at least a mutual understanding of what's going forward. And we see that later on in the episode where she tries to open that door, but it wasn't the right time or the place. But I feel like she only did that because of what was getting ready to happen. Um, so I agree. I, I agree with all the thoughts. So we then switch to uh, Jukebox and Nicole. They're at Nicole's house and um, they're watching a video from they made at the mall. And, you know, they're kind of being uh, teenagers. Uh, if this was a male-female type relationship, I don't think that we would have an issue with anything of what we're seeing. We're seeing first love, young love, and, you know, they're spending all their time together. But I really like Nicole's character. I, I really like, she seems to kind of balance jukebox. She seems to kind of uh, want to bring the softer side out of ju- jukebox. Um, definitely a side of jukebox that we're not used to seeing um, from previous shows or whatever. So um, this is a young romance. And her parents are, are home. You know, uh, and her mom comes into the room right before they were getting ready to make out. And, you know, they kind of play it off. They're sitting there uh, dancing and uh, watching the video from the uh, mall. And the mom hears uh, Laverne sing. And she's like, oh, you're good. You're real good. And then the husband comes by. And he makes a comment about, you know, this is better than the shit that we hear on the radio. And then, you know, you, you just see the parallel difference between her parental situation at home versus jukebox. You know, Nicole has a traditional family life at home. Jukebox doesn't. So um, in that scene, I I, I thought it was neat. I didn't think that uh, their parents, her parents were kind of like disapproving of Nicole hanging out with uh, Jukebox or Laverne. I think they seem to be very receptive of it. It it almost even sounds as if they invited her to stay for dinner. You know, so I didn't get the impression that, you know, her parents were uh, disapproving of their relationship or their friendship, rather, which I'll think about that. 
I do feel like there was some I guess for lack of a better word, some pandering to her. I but I don't think I don't think it was out of like any malicious intent. I think it was just that, you know, they they like they're upper, you know, upper middle class, maybe lower rich, you know, in that bracket. And that's probably they probably don't really, you know, have a whole lot. of. They're probably not used to their daughter bringing black friends home. Yeah. I mean, you know, she probably don't have no black kids at her school or very small amount. And so I don't think that it was any malicious and it was any maliciousness in it as Mm -hmm. much as it was just, you know, how do we you know, try to connect with her without exactly, you know what I'm saying? exactly. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%, especially when it was like, that's fly, or you know, whatever he said. Right. He was like, I think that's fly, you know. He was like, and she was like, Oh, your dad thinks I'm fly, you know. And I, I don't think that he meant any harm or anything like that. I felt as though that he was just trying to make her somewhat comfortable in yep. a way, yeah. yeah, you know, to bring some comfort to like, All right, it's okay for you to come over here and I can. Talk the way I think you talk, type you exactly. know, type thing. You Going know, back to the pandering. Yes, yeah, I, I can I can talk the way that I, I I think that you talk, and um, I don't think I, I think I think they approve of her coming over. You know, they don't have no problem with that. I mean, it's their daughter's friend, so they probably don't see really no issues mm-hmm. with the, with the friend portion of it. Yeah, the yeah I think at this point, you don't know. Yeah. Because uh, remember, Jukebox makes a comment about your parents are cool. And um, Nicole comments to that. She says, well, they're cool about certain things. So I think they may have an inkling or they may be suspicious, you know, that something's amiss with their daughter, but they haven't put two and two together. So right. I, I, I basically. Or they may have made comments. You know, a lot of times people are talking and they don't know. So, like, they may have had conversations about homosexuality. <laughs> not knowing that their daughter is exactly. gay mm-hmm. or experimenting in that way. And, you know, you you don't realize the stuff you say to offend somebody if you don't know that that's their thing. I right. agree with that. So, because I, so, I don't think it was about her being black. Because, again, they had her in their home. They invited her to dinner. You could tell that she had been there before because they already knew her name. They didn't have yeah. to be introduced to her. So, you know that that's not it. Right. You know what I mean? I agree. So the next thing we see Tony Deep and uh Marvin, she fucking on him and is basically what I said was gonna end up happening between the two of them. But uh I mean after she got finished doing her rabbit fucking all over Marvin, you oh, know Lord, not she rabbit. Wants... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Hey, he was letting her. Right. Yeah. He he was into whatever she was doing. He was, he was yeah. letting her control it. Uh, she was. <laughs> Um, you saw him. He saw him choking her. Yeah. Um. So she rolls over and you know get a hit a blow and uh, she offered him some. He was like, "Nah, I don't do that shit." And she was like, "Oh, you just sell it, so you don't do it." You know, he get ready to light him up a cigarette. You know, he he's ready to go. And of course, you know, she wants to lay up and cuddle and she wants to you know kind of enjoy the moment. And you know, we instantly see the look on his face. I mean, before he even said anything, we instantly saw the he look was on his face disgusted. He, yes, right. He was not comfortable yeah. with he that idea not, at all. Yeah. He was disgusted. Like, what the fuck did she just do to my shoulder? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Right. Me. <laughs> Listen, Marvin instantly started getting his shit together, and all I'm going to say is, Marvin, 
Marvin, Marvin. I'm a, I, I, let me interview real quick. I'm gonna tell you uh, why. I'm gonna tell you uh, why I love this. I'm gonna tell you why I love to see so much. This is why I love to see so much because growing up the way that I grew up, that scene is authentic. That's the way that I like. Like it's just the authenticity to me is just like beyond rare. Because that's just the way that our, that's just the way that in the hood that's just the way we grew up. We weren't doing no cutting or nothing like that, you know. We first were like, no, nah, anybody can do that. We getting we doing what we gonna do, and then I'm going out of the, I'm going out the door. I'm here, you there. That's it, and that's all it's gonna be. Because that's all, that's in all it's her mind, be. she thinks that this is the uh, the introduction or a prelude to them being a couple or in a relationship or whatever. He's like, no, I gave you some dick. And that's it, <laughs> you know. We right. not we we're not taking this any further than where it's at. But I feel like that's going to do some damage to what his ultimate goal is with her. Going back to what I was saying last week about him wanting to finesse her, and you know, I think that you know she, she's going to be a little bit scorned in this moment because not only did he pretty much uh, brush her off, um, he took the dog away from her. You know, they kind of had a whole uh, back and forth moment about you know, yo. Dog ain't eaten since yesterday. And she's like, oh, I ran out of dog food or whatever. And he was like, but you ate. He, he should have took the dog. Yeah. Yeah, I about to say he should have took that. the damn dog. I agree with that. But it just yeah. speaks to, it just gives us a, a, a front row seat into what Marvin is personality-wise. Uh, he's not accustomed to uh, showing affection. Because, I mean, we see that with his own daughter. He doesn't even show his own daughter affection. So, you know, he's not going to... Um, uh, and he's looking at Tony Deep as a jump off, you know. You know, we just have right. fun. You know, I, you ain't finna be, you know, my old lady, and you're not somebody mm-hmm. I would bring home as my old lady. So, you, but you, I don't even. I'm you're sorry, a co-core. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I I hear what you're saying, but I don't even feel like it's just because I know that there's you know the categories like if, if I ain't looking at you as a relationship, then we're gonna do what we do. No, nah, we're not cuddling. We ain't doing all of that. But I don't even feel like I feel like that's just not who he is. Period, because he turned it into a black white thing. He turned it into a gay thing. Like, you know, only only gay dudes do that. Only you know you you in the hood. You messing with a hood nigga. We don't do that. Like, so I feel like in his mind, that's men do. Period. I don't feel like it's a well. You know, if you my woman, then I don't mind cuddling with you. But you a jump off. I feel like that's in his mind. That's just not what men do with women. We fuck. We done. You see yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Um, like I said before, I just think that's just the mentality of like growing up in and you know in the hood. You know, you just you you do what you do. You do what you do and go on about your business. All the affection and emotional stuff. Yeah, we ain't getting into none of that. We go do what we do. And then in her comparison to the other dudes that she had been with that did do that, I mean, so his response to that is, "Well, shit, why you ain't with him then?" You know, if, if that's the type of nigga that you want to be with, you know, why you ain't laying with him right now instead of me? Yeah, so. you know, but she probably just dated black men. Marvin's a nigga. So it's, it's a, you know what I'm saying? A like, big difference. He's a man. There is a difference. Is and a I'm even thinking at this point that she dates them. I think she just fucks black dudes. <laughs> I mean, it could be. You know, she started She started off her role in, you know, into book three, you know. Fucking on yeah. some random dude. Yeah, I'm not really sure who that guy was. 
Yeah. No, but but it, but at the end of the day, you know, she probably felt that Marvin was a little different because he stood up for it all this type of stuff. Yep. Like it's the mixed signals. It's like mixed signals. I was about to get ready to say that. Like the mixed signals was there. You know, you like ain't nobody gonna be you know pushing yeah, up on my girl. Like nobody. Yeah, and like, then he brought her the dog. Girl, all that stuff, and then brought her the dog. Then he brought her the dog. Right. So <laughs> you know, the reason why I feel like. Right, which is right. one of the reasons why I feel like he just thinks people don't think that that's what men do. Like, I don't think it's about, well, you're not my woman, and I only do that with women I'm, I'm trying to get with. I think he's just like, I, he just was that's raised just that not way, what probably. men do. Yeah, yeah, we don't do that. We, I'm chilling. We gonna do what we do. You, you doing your lines. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this square. Yeah, and that's that. I'm gonna get up in my sports center and make me a sandwich. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm as barbaric as it sounds. I'm sorry. I was wanted to do like. The people that I grew up around with, that's the exact shit that they used to do. They used to teach me <laughs> when I was younger. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you've evolved. I'm glad you've evolved. I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes between the two of them going forward. Uh, like I said, I think that she's going to be somewhat uh, standoffish from him going forward. Marvin's going to look at it like ain't shit wrong. You know, everything is is straight, but, you know, her feelings is going to clearly be hurt behind this whole situation. So let's see how that unfolds. And I think she like, like that she game. Said, she I think like, like I don't want to. Right, when she said, I don't want it to end like this, he was like, end? How is it going to end? And then they even started. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, Yo, he was like, I gave you this dick too. You want me to leave that? Yep. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's kind of terrible. Wow. Gosh, that is terrible. <laughs> wow. I was like, that's kind of fucked up, but wow. <laughs> terrible, man. <laughs> man. Oh, man. So next we see uh, Unique is me with the crew again. And um, I guess he's now found out that Dean is not going to re-up. He's not going to give him a re-up until all this shit is uh, cools off, cools down. And so now he's really pissed at this point because he's pretty much figured out that uh, Raquel's got her stink all, all over this. Like, I can smell it from here. So he, he right. knows that here. she's <laughs> responsible for what has happened. But then he's trying to figure out, you know, the whole dynamics with the cop and everything. And then, you know, he pretty much hems up another one of his boys. He was like, shit, I don't trust that motherfucker. It's Trez that's got us hemmed up sucking on that glass dick. So mm-hmm. it's his fault. You know, I ain't never trust that cop. I ain't never told that cop none of our business. You know, so uh, it, it's he pretty much tell the crew that they need to step on whatever work they got left, and they pretty much trying to tell him, look, it's already been stepped on. We can't right. stretch it ain't no more. Left to do. Right? They was he was like, we're stretching some motherfucking more. Like he he wants the product to stay out on the streets because if he knows that he loses the corners, then you know it's gonna be a minute before he gets a re up again, and his spot is gone. So he's just he's pissed, you know, and the workers are trying to appeal to him and reason with him and let him know that, yo, this ain't going to work. And so he's got high hopes that when he gets the next re-up that, you know, he can make up for the, the loss when the next re-up come that, you know, we'll, we'll um, put the niggas on their back when we get the next re-up. But, you know, the workers are kind of looking at it more realistically, like, shit, if we, if we don't get this work, we ain't going to have no fiends. You know, they're going to go get their shit from somebody else. So, and if we try to sell it and we know it ain't shit, people gonna stop coming to us and buying the product. Right, exactly. What happens when you have an inferior product? Inferior product, you know, you pushing them to your competition at this point. Mm-hmm, so basically. now, at this point, he's trying to figure out how he gonna get to uh, Raquel. Is it gonna be the body, or is it or gonna head. be a headshot? So, 
And of course, we know what the headshot was. The headshot is going to be Caitlyn. So, you know, he tried to figure out, you know, what ways he going to get back at her to uh, for what she's done. But, you know, I kind of feel like it's, you know, tit for tat. And that's one thing I like about them. They they don't waste no time extracting their revenge on each other. You know, uh, we've seen that for the last three episodes. They're, they're like literally tit for tat. You know, one be up one episode, the next one be down. They extract mm-hmm. their revenge in real time. Like, you know, they don't scheme and plot out no shit. They, they, they take their shot in real time at each other. So it's going to be interesting to see who, out of the two of them, who comes out on top. Hmm. And we'll save that for predictions at the end of the uh, show, but I'm very curious to see who's going to come out on top with the two of them. So then we see Raquel back at the house. I guess Stephanie's gone for the evening or whatever. You know, Kane is washing up the dishes, and, you know, she should have took that moment right then and there to kind of talk to him about it because she saw that he was still upset, but she kind of chastised him a little bit. She did say that she was sorry about dinner, but she wasn't going to beg for... uh, forgiveness from her 15-year-old son. He was like, you ain't asked for it. She's like, I ain't gonna ask for it. Like, <laughs> this is my house. I'm your mama. <laughs> you know? She was trying to make peace with them, but at the same time it just, it went it went um, left. And then that's when she brought up the whole situation about the school calling. The grades ain't getting no better. And she's like, I, I told you it wasn't gonna be good for you if these grades got behind. So she's enrolling him in um, I guess it was what, night classes? Night, mm-hmm. night school? I, yeah, I look like as, some sort of like night classes or something. Yeah, yeah, as punishment for because she pretty much told him you out the stash house. You, mm-hmm. know, you need to uh, get back on school. And we saw that a lot has happened with him where school probably has become uh, a less of a priority for him right now. Um, it seems like uh, him getting out here in these streets and getting with Davina is more of his priority right now. So he's not mm-hmm. focused on school right now. That's all he see. Yep, that's all you see in front of him. So mm-hmm. she was like, nah, you're going down here to the city college. You're going to take these classes, and that's going to be that. And, um, you know, they kind of have some worries back and forth. But at the end of the day, you know he's going to do what she say. So. She be- he better. Because <laughs> Rock rules with an iron fist, whether it's her household or whether it's her business. That's just the way that she is. Yep. And she don't come to play. Yeah, she's not playing. She's not playing with him. And, um... So the next thing we see, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Commando. Uh, they at the studio. Yeah, famous and um, the sister and Comanche. Jessica. They at the, um, shout out to uh, Quincy Combs. <laughs> shout out to Quincy right. Combs, who's the producer, the cokehead producer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And so, you know, we learn in this moment that the sister is really trying to help her brother get put on. And, you know, Quincy is pretty much telling him, not Quincy, but uh, Camacho is pretty much uh, telling him that, yo, you're not as good as you think you are. So, first of all, you know, uh, get all that gas about your tank, you know, because you got a gas up head in here and you think that you spit and flow or whatever the case may be. You're like, you're a little boy. You're 15 years old. Like, ain't nobody going to believe the shit that you're spitting. So, Let's get some authenticity in here. Let's get uh, real about what you are uh, rhyming about, and let's work on the flow. And so, you know, the sister, she's just trying to, you know, butter him up. She's pretty much trying to convince him to, uh, you know, develop him because, I mean, he does. He needs development, you know, and um, he pretty much told her that, well, if that's the case, I got a short case coming up, you know, if we can get the music together, you know, 
he could probably get a spot at the showcase. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to involve me and you working closely together. And she's like, oh, whatever it takes. So I'm sure that uh, he's going to try to hit on her at some point. He's going to try to fuck on her. That's going to end bad. It's going to end bad for him. That really uh, should we, end bad. We already know what's going on. We yeah, just look all over Lulu's face when Lulu came in and delivered. That, that writing um, is on the wall. Yep. When yeah. Lulu came to deliver that Coke, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, okay, is is the producer a cokehead? <laughs> Is he a cokehead at this point, or is he you, you, you know, back, you around know, in the studio for the artist? You know, back then, you know, the early 90s, mid-90s, or whatever, a lot of them were anyway, so that goes... I was going to say, I think it's a combination. I think he <laughs> I think he uses it, but I also think he keeps it on hand for yeah. whoever coming through. For the artist, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, ma'am, um, you leaving a drug dealer to fuck on a cokehead, that's, yeah, <laughs> not a good move, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, but I think... And um, when me and you was talking earlier, I, I I really feel like that's where that story is going in. Like I feel I like she, because he was very clear in telling her, "Listen, I'm gonna put your brother on, but you're gonna put me on." Like he was like, "That means we're gonna have to work real close together." Like he's letting her know, especially if, since if, she ain't if, got no ends, right? No he's ends. Let, he's letting no her know, up. right? He's letting her know, "I'm gonna go ahead and hook your brother up, but you're gonna owe me, and I and I'm telling you how I want to be paid." And so. With Lulu, I think in her mind she's gonna justify doing that for her brother. But I love Lulu. Like Lulu, you my man. Like don't trip. I just did what I had to do, and I feel like Lulu's gonna find out that I feel like she's gonna sleep with him, and Lulu gonna find out about it, and that's gonna be the end of Camacho or whatever. Oh yes, he he gonna take him out the game because he was ready to take him out the game when he came to make that delivery. Yo, he had a with the. Can I talk to you outside for a minute? Yo, yeah, I knew that when he like. Can I talk to outside for a minute? And he, was, oh. and he was, and he was, smooth with it too, man. That's why I like Lulu. Lulu yeah, like, I can respect that because he didn't try to embarrass yeah, her. He didn't try to like, make no scenes. Marvin would have set that whole shit off right there. Oh, man, he would have started, started shooting. <laughs> right, yeah. Marvin would have started shooting up the studio. Yeah, Marvin, we get this shit out right now. Like, what the fuck is going on right here? <laughs> right. Marvin would have shot up the damn studio, and, and, and it would have been a whole other situation. Is, Lulu was trying to process that moment too because part of him kind of understands what she's doing. But at the same time, you still my girl, and I don't want you up spending no time with no other nigga. And you know, I know what this nigga's gonna want from you. Like you ain't got no money, you know. So th- you're gonna cross the line eventually. You might not have intentions on doing it at this moment in time, but eventually, this is what this is gonna lead to. And then you know, he's like, "Yo, I thought you was uh, selling me all this bullshit about how good I could be in the uh, music industry and all this bullshit." And she like, and she told him real facts. She's like, "Yo, I'm not gonna wait for you." You know, right? He was like, "I do believe in you, but I can't wait for you to figure it I out." I can't wait like, for you to figure it out. Like, you know, I'm trying to get my brother on now, just like your sister trying to put you on. I'm trying to put my brother on. So, I mean, right. that was big facts. So, you know, I, this, I thought that their moment was going to end a little bit more uh, uglier than it did, but you know, they kind of, they kind of worked it out. They kind of agreed to disagree. This, this so, 1995, right? No, uh, 91. 91. 91. 91. I'm sorry, we 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 91. Um, 1991. But that'd be 1991, and listening to famous bars, they are kind of ass. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they are, they are kind of ass. So it's not like Camacho was lying about you know any any shit like that. I does think that I do think that he has. I think he's thinking with both heads. Yeah, because at the end of the day, he's a producer. Yeah, he, he he's got a record label. So at the end of the day, I, I need talent. I need real talent. Yeah. But at the same time, and, I'm have a little fun with this. But I mean, if you serious about wanting to be an oh, artist yeah. for me. You're going to have to bring the work up. 
You know, because this uh, this ain't hitting. Yeah, a whole yeah. lot of talented people had to go to the casting couch. That didn't mean they weren't talented, but they right. still were expected to, you know, Perform. render render some payment. Like, yeah. And Lulu said, "Like, said, dude is talented." He was like, "No, he know his shit. Like, he's talented." So right. he definitely giving him props for being good at what he does, but that don't mean he's not an asshole. I mean, his, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, his dad is fucking Pete Diddy. He got to know something, right? <laughs> right. Well, <I> mean, <laughs> no, actually, his daddy is. I'll be sure. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll be sure. You right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Daddy, I'll be I'm sure. sorry. I'm and, sorry. And his stepdaddy is Pete Diddy. Is Pete so Diddy? Right. I'm you know, sorry. He got to have some good. Some good. Got I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> he got it in the blood. He's got it in the blood. He's got yeah, the genes uh, for it. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. So what do you think is gonna happen with this? Cause I don't I don't think that buddy gonna make it. I don't <laughs> I don't think I think Buddy Day's numbered at this point. Lula gonna keep an eye on him, he's gonna keep an eye on the situation or whatever. I do think they're gonna make it to the showcase, but I I I just I don't see Buddy making it. I think they need to keep that studio door locked because if Lulu could just walk it walk in or whatever, and if they doing something that they ain't got no business doing or whatever, he's dying. Yeah. Right there. I there. think Lulu walks, I think. Either Lulu walks in on them, or somehow or another Lulu finds out that something went down, whether somebody slip up or something. But I think Lulu is going to find out. I still think there's going to be a situation where not necessarily rape. I'm not going to say he's going to rape her. I think he's going to push himself up on her, and she's going to be so naive. She's so naive to all this that she's really not processing the fact that she's going to fuck this dude for her brother. Like, I don't think she's naive to that. I, I think she I understood. Think, I don't think so either. I think so. I think that she thinks that her good looks and a nah. little, uh, a I think she's hundred percent. I think she's hundred percent aware of possible intentions. When that dude was like, "I'm gonna go ahead and do this for you," but that means that me and you gonna have to work real close together. And she, he like, he like rubbed her face or rubbed her leg. He did something sexual. She knew exactly. Like as a woman, I'm telling you, she knew what he meant. Like yeah. she's not. I don't think she's that naive. Like yeah, if she were I like think, 15 she's or 16, all. if she were jukebox, then I'd be like, okay, Juke might not understand what's about to go down. But this is a grown ass woman. She knows exactly. She what she mean. knows we'll the see. possibility. But I think she just tried to finesse it to the point where it. Yeah, doesn't I think get she thinks she's smarter than him. Yeah, yeah. I think she thinks she's gonna be able to get out of it. But I think she's fully aware of what the expectation. I hundred percent agree. So we switched to Raquel at the bodega. Um, she's looking at her 14 gauge double reinforced steel door Damn. with 25 locks on the door. <laughs> at least 25. <laughs> <laughs> at least had 10 on there. They had 10 locks on it. So she's ready to go ahead and set up shop in the bodega at this point. So, you know, she's over there kind of uh, assessing the situation and she pretty put much putting the uh, store owner on notice that, you know, my crew going to be coming in and out. Um, you know, because you see Lulu and Marvin, they show up, and um, you know the club. I mean, the club owner, the um, the store owner. He's just, he just, he's, he's just, he's trouble. I don't like him. He needs to die. Yeah, he, he's, gonna he's going die. to die. He, he, he's, he's, he's going to die. Yeah. Either, either, uh, like I said earlier, either, either he's Raquel is going to end up having to kill him one way or the other. I think, I think he's. I personally think he's going to try to either like double cross her. Yeah, he, he gonna get caught up and I think his wife is gonna snitch on him. I think his wife is gonna let Raquel know what's up. Either that or he gonna try to double cross Raquel and the wife is I think the wife is gonna play some part in it one way or the other, but I think the wife is gonna look out for Raquel. Either Raquel is gonna just get rid of this dude because he's an ass, 
a dude is going to try to do some bullshit and the wife is going to have to hit Raquel like, yo, X, Y, and Z. Because the look she gave Raquel after Raquel told him off was like, yes. I'm happy with his demise either way. He got to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to go. He's He's an asshole. He's trouble. I don't like how you treat his wife either. Yeah. So initially, when we first got introduced to these characters, you know, I thought that Raquel was gonna put a battery in the wife's back, but now she's uh, she's putting a battery in her back uh, without even having to do it. The wife is looking at her in admiration, like uh, phenomenal woman. She's looking yeah, at Raquel like, like yeah, you're a that's phenomenal how you talk woman. to him. <laughs> like you handle my husband this way. I'm like I'm, I'm digging this. So the wife is getting the courage up to eliminate the husband. She knows for herself that the husband is not only a problem for her, but it's going to be a problem for this. Mm -hmm. So I agree with what you're saying, CP. Either that wife is going to snitch the husband out, or the wife might even uh, take him out herself. Either way, she's going to get a battery put in her back where she's going to get rid of that husband, and she's going to be with this. Like, this is going to become... You know, this is gonna become their new safe house. This is gonna become mm-hmm. their new thing. You know, that that's gonna be their new partner. I'll be happy it's, when he killed off. Yeah, the husband's got to go because he's disrespectful. What right. a dick. He he he's really a dick. Yeah, and, um, you know, he was trying to uh ask Marvin, you know, how much drugs and money y'all bringing over here. He was just trying to find out too much. Listen, they don't yeah, give right, business full of money. Right, like, I need to know. You don't need to know. No, you I don't know. need to know nothing. Once you say you agree to it, it's not your business no more. Right, and that's what she like, told me. She said, "This is my place right. of business now." Listen, you they knew gave what you signed up for. Full of money, I would have went on my fucking business, yo. No, right, it's, it's, it's <laughs> over. Like, yeah. This uh, business supersedes that. Like, we're not doing that. I'd be like, yo, here go the keys to the store. <laughs> I'm going yeah. on vacation. I, I ain't even got to fucking I'm be here. <laughs> Listen, I don't even need to be here. Be. Y'all do what the hell y'all want to do. Right. Here go the That's keys. That's it. I mean, y'all exactly. y'all business. Y'all handle y'all business. Right. Um, so, yeah, the, the that husband going to be a problem, a big problem that's going to have to be eliminated. And I think it's either going to be Lulu, Marvin, the wife that's going to end up taking him out. So, can't wait for him to go. I, I give him one, one or two more episodes and he out of here. I love her to be Marvin. I, I don't think he, I think he, I think he's only going to last one. That's why I say I give him one more episode. He He's on up out of here. But I don't know if he's killed off or they run him off, but I think he's only going to last one more. Yeah. Well, either, well, no, they can't run him off. He's going to have to be killed off because he one of the motherfuckers that go to the feds. He's been taking that envelope full of money and stuff, but he'll still go to the police and snitch them out. So he's got to drop. Yeah. They're going to have to drop him. Yeah, you're probably right. Good for them. <laughs> so in our next scene, we see uh feed Kanan. him the LT. Yeah, for real. Uh Kanan and um Davina walking down the street, and oh my god, he's so infatuated with this girl. And we already know what this is leading to. We see in this episode what this is leading to. So, you know, he's kind of confiding in her, his feelings about his mom and her new relationship with Symphony. And, you know, she pretty much telling him about, you know, you got a nice wife. You got a nice family. You know, at least your mom um, cared enough about you for you to stay on you about school and everything. You know, and she's kind of like, you know, telling him like, yo, you, you got it good right now. You think you don't, but you actually have it good right now. And, of course, you know, she's talking about her woes and her problems. She don't even know where her mom at right now and how she had to pay a neighbor to watch her little sister and all this. I mean, so I kind of feel sad for her a little bit and what she's going through. But instantly we see that Kanan is getting in way too deep with this girl. Way, way too deep with this girl. Am I the only one to think that's bad? That he's getting in too deep with her? Yes, and he's just out in the open with it, too. Very bad. Very bad. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, because because it's bad it, for a lot of different reasons. Well, One, I think it's, I think it's mostly bad because his name is still ringing behind the book twenty shit. That's one. Two, she don't ask him several times to be honest with her about it. He hasn't. Three, she knows what his family's into, and she was on she was on the opposite side of that because she read with Buck. So, right. She was on the opposite side of that, so this this is not going to be a fairy tale type situation. Like Kane, you you literally try to sleep with the enemy at this point. You kill off the competition, then sleep with the girl. Like that just don't. I don't You're know. Stupid acting right now. Yeah, like the, like that just that just further show why he's not ready at this point. I keep saying they keep. He's so damn green, like, ugh. yeah, so because of because of the stuff that he's and doing it's now. All his movement, all yeah. of his movements up to this fall is all the family's grief. Yeah, like all like, the grief that the family is having right now is because of him. And this is innocent as he thinks this is right now. You've created a major problem when you invited that girl over there to the stash house. Mm-hmm. Like you had no business um, inviting her over there to the stash house. We shouldn't have ran outside. You in the you in the spot. You're not running outside. It's a spot for a reason. It's a stash for a reason. You stash away. You're not seen. Up until it's that a... moment, you didn't even know that. Exactly. But you want to run out. And you got because you're coming over girl. here. Yeah, just because you see this girl that you want to expose all this shit. Like, that's just dumb. But he's 15. And that's where I, and again, I said it last week and I'll keep saying it. That's where I get frustrated because I'm like, you, you gotta be smarter than this. Like, I get it that he was grow, you know, they that he was raised, you know, secluded or whatever. But I'm just like, come on, like you, some of this shit is just common fucking sense. That part, Black I old, think, it is right. common sense. Like Black that old. part, honestly, you know, like come on, now, nah, you just what the fuck? <laughs> like what are we doing here? And yeah, you, it's and like, you digging this situation deeper and deeper into a shithole that you, you're not gonna be able to get out of. And so right. we see, inviting uh, company to the stash house—that's like one on one. Like, no, you don't do that. Like, what is wrong with you? And then so, you kissing up on everybody, like people, like your name is still attached to this murder. Yep. You know, even though even though Rock said, "Well, the target is off of you because they dropped D Wiz," but your name is still attached to this murder, and you just pretty much trying to get with. The the competition who you just murdered off, right? And everybody sees it. It's just, it's just know, not but... a good look. Yeah, it's not a good. Look. It's not good movement. Yeah, and, yeah, and you bad. know this girl is is she's in a situation too. She's in a she's in a I got to do what's best for me situation. Exactly. So you know, at the end of the day, she's gonna do what's best for her and her sister and her mama. So at the end of the day, she don't have no loyalty to you at all. Just because you bought her some groceries and you showed her a little bit of kindness, you're doing that out of guilt. You're not doing yeah. that. You're not doing that because this is an organic relationship. Like, you know, you've been trying to get with this girl since the second grade and she ain't showed you no time. So, you know, you, so now you are just you're just making the situation way worse than it, it needed to be. So we see uh, Unique and his uh, partner pull up. You know, they watching this shit from afar. He gets out the car. He starts talking to the girl about her mama. He instantly starts pulling on her heartstrings. You know, I can see your mama off the rehab. You know, I'll pay for it all. You know, I'll take care of her because you was Buck's girl. You know, what's the deal with you and Kane in it? And instantly he pushed her up against the wall without even having to try. You know, yep. he totally manipulated It, it was her. easy, though. It was so easy. So easy, and she gave up the spot, you know. And 
for her, that's the most important thing is getting her mom clean and, you know, so she don't have to carry this burden anymore of raising her little sister and she gave up the stash house. I you mean, know, it's crazy, though, and this is kind of like shows their age because the first thing she said after that, she was just like, you know, don't hurt Canaan or whatever. But that just displays their age and their mentality at that point. But it also it also shows that how how she woke and Canaan not because she already right. knew what she, time exactly. it was. She, she what is, it was. though. But it's she a possibility. What it was. But you can't ask you mean not to do no shit like this. It's just kind of like yeah, I really don't give a f- you know what I'm saying. I really don't give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about business. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's, it's about business. She but the is fact way that more she had the, right, but the, right, exactly. But the fact that she even had the the mentality to say "Don't hurt Kane" and let you know that she understands that the information she just gave up could potentially be a problem. But she was Kane. dating you. But she was dating Buck Twenty, who was already in the game. So she kind of right. was already made privy to the shit that goes on. Yep. Versus right. versus Kanan, who just pretty much had blindfolds on, blindfolds on up until the point where he decided, okay, this is what I see, this is whatever, whatever, this is just what I want to do, you know, right. whatever. But because let's play devil's advocate on the situation. All right, um, mm. Davina, they're 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 portraying her as a good a good chick that was just dating a drug dealer that wasn't really caught up in the game, but she understood what it was. Right. Let's take that. Let's turn her into. A straight up vindictive hood bitch, right? Right. She could straight up be like, I know you killed this nigga and I'm gonna play the fuck out of you so we can bring you and your mama organization down. Like yep, it could, could really be. easily be the toe. Like she accidentally, well, not accidentally, but she didn't, you know, she gave him a little breadcrumb. But what if she, she could straight up be like, I'm gonna play the fuck out of him. I know he liked me, but I know he had something to do with Buck dying and my loyalty is too unique. So the fact that you don't have no mindset of thinking, let me take this shit slow and make sure she 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 really legit. Like, it's just crazy to me how naive and I I I don't know. I understand what y'all are saying, but it's just crazy to me how naive they are making him. And and not to mention because her mom is a base head, she could be getting some games from information from her mom too. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But it goes back to what Kanan told Sean back in power. When um he knew that uh Tasha was giving um Sean information, and he pretty much told her, told him that listen, you fucking with a chick that's bad, and she knows she bad, she dangerous. Mm-hmm. So she, th- I, I think that's a lesson that he's learned. He's that that's see the thing about it is though CP, this Canaan hasn't learned those hard knock let hard knock life lessons yet. He's learning them now. Because at this point, he's had a normal childhood life, so to speak. Although mm-hmm. his family has been in the game, he's been shielded from that. He's been protected from that. You know, he's up until this point, he's lived a normal uh, life where he's hung out with his friends after school. Yeah, because they still games. did normal shit. Tuesday, mm-hmm. dinner with mom. Right. Yeah, Wednesday, but so, dinner with the family. I, I hear y'all, but I'm like, I mean, I grew up in a normal house too, but some shit I just knew. Like, but. Common sense ain't common, so what can I say? No, common sense ain't common. It, it ain't at all, <laughs> you know. And he's 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 learning these lessons. Each episode is a new lesson that he's learned, and uh, unfortunately, it's because of all of his movement. It's how he's he is his it's his decisions that is causing all this grief on the family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a fact. Now, that is a fact. 
you see them at the uh the, uh, the, the next thing you see them at the uh, pizza place. They're playing video games again. He's a fifteen-year-old mm-hmm. boy at this point, so he right. he's kind of bouncing back and forth between the the new life that he's in plus his old life. You know, they're all hanging out. You know, famous come in. He's bragging about how he's at, uh, got studio time and how he's been working with the producer and how shout out to the Street Fighter game. Yeah, I like the Street Fighter game too. <laughs> and you know, Jukebox get a little pissed off at this point because she was like, "Here I am, I hear uh, boosting and pulling licks to try to get money up to she get studio time." She should have been pissed off. I agree. And your know, your sister don't put you on for free for nothing. So, so she kind of you know she gets pissed and she leaves, and you know, and famous his dumb ass just don't understand what what what's the problem? Why is she upset? Like, you know, and Kanan kind of broke it down to him. It's like, yo, you know, she's been out here hustling to try to get money up for the studio. And, you know, he, you just got put on for free, you know. But Famous, you can see in Famous that he really thinks that he's getting ready to be put on. So I guess my question is, what do you think is going to happen to him? How do we lose Famous? I don't, here's a, I only got one problem with Famous. It, besides... Why does he think he's that good? Like this and is not the not. first person that told yeah. him that he's not that good. Yeah, you know. Like, but but if you ain't got confidence in yourself, like I mean, true, I was gonna true. be the next MC Light, and I'm sure my shit was trash. But in my mind, <laughs> back back in eighth grade, yo, I was that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't tell me shit. But I'm sure if I went back and looked at it, I was it was trash. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but it's just kind of like one of the things where I don't know, maybe because I'm just a, a music head. I listen to music you know, a lot. I, I just got to, I just got to remove myself from that music portion of it. That's 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 first of all. So I'm gonna remove myself from the music portion of it. Um, I I think I think that well, I think I think Famous is gonna be shelved as far as his music career. Like that shit ain't gonna go nowhere. It I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a blow up argument. I, I I don't know. I don't know if we've seen enough of what's going to happen. I think it's going to have something to do with the sister. I think ultimately I think it's going to have something to do with the sister, but somehow, some way, Famous is not going to make it out. And I think it's going to become a casualty of war. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything that he necessarily did, per se. I yeah. think that he's going to become a casualty of what is going to end up happening between his yep. sister and Lulu. And oh, I know he ain't going to make it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because... You know, but and, and my thing is this again, I feel like, and this is just me, I feel like the producer, who's his name, Camacho, whatever the main name is, I feel like he has no intention of trying to make him a star. He didn't already told him his, his rhymes ain't shit, yep. but I, again, I think it's about getting with the sister. I don't sister, think it has yep. anything to do, right? That studio time ain't really costing him nothing. Because yep. he know it ain't going nowhere. He's not really about to put no money into doing nothing, making famous a star. He's going to give him a little bit of studio time, let him think you laying some tracks, let him do that showcase. And what he get probably, what he want to get from his sister. And exactly. And then he's going to be done with it. He probably banking on the fact that the showcase, he's going to flop. And he's going to be like, yeah, man, see, I can't work with you. You know, the people ain't ready for what you got. You know what I mean? Like, he got he he has a way to get out of it without it being an issue. But by by that time, He's gonna already get what he wants from his sister because he ain't looking for no relationship. He just trying I to agree. Hit. I agree. I, I know, agree. I, I know I actually know like famous is not gonna make it out because like I seen like the episodes of the characters, you know, whatever, how many episodes that they in and where their demise at. 
some of them. I just don't know really how this is going to play out as far as his demise go. Lulu going to walk in on him um, having sex with his girlfriend. I can see gonna, that. Yeah, I, Lulu I can gonna see. Lulu going to kill him. He going to have a Marvin moment and lose it. I, he I going to have a Marvin moment. And shoot up the, <laughs> and shoot up the studio. I can see Lulu yeah. walking in. I can see Lulu walking in and, and losing it. I can see where Lulu gets startled, you know, by famous, you know, and he just shoots because he's already on a rampage. He's already see red, so he's he can, you know, I I, I can see all those type of different things. Um, I just I just hate the fact that I'm gonna say hate the fact. I just I just like the fact that. I just lost my train of thought. Well, what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of innocence being caught up, as uh, CP said, in, in a casualty of war. That's like, what I was. That's what I was about to hear you say. These are kids, and because of someone else's bad decision making or someone else's moves, you know, they all are collateral damage. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to end up happening with Famous and his sister. You know, his sister had good intentions on trying to do something right for her brother, but because she was fucking with a drug dealer and, you know, she had to do what she had to do to get him on, uh, all of it is not going to end well, you know. it's it, not going to be a happy ending for any of them. It, it all it all came down to him wanting to pursue a music career and him losing his life behind wanting to pursue a music career. Exactly because of that. That that was my train of thought because of that. I'd hate the fact that that's the way that it ends because he was just trying to do something better, even well, though his lyrics is ass. Right, I agree. Even though his lyrics is ass, but he just tried to do something. He just tried something better. He's not yeah. like even like even the producer said, "Well, you're not in the streets like that. This, that, and the other. You do whatever." Hell, most of the rappers that rap not in the streets like that. But right. it, it was just kind of like, "Well, I'm trying to do this, you know, because I'm not doing that, but I'm trying to do this. I can rap about what I'm talking about." And he was just trying to do better, and this is gonna all just end bad for him yeah. because of the situation. Yeah, because he didn't know. So, uh, and here, here becomes uh, where I have, uh, where I'm getting ready to start having issues with this episode. So, next thing we see Marvin um, show up to Scrappy's place, and you know, because uh, Raquel had already told him that she wanted the uh, stash house moved to the bodega today. She wanted everything moved. So, which I didn't understand. Lulu was there at the bodega when uh, she made that comment. So, you know, here in my mind, I'm thinking that, well, she did say Marvin's going to be in charge of moving the stash house. So, you know, when uh, Marvin goes over to Scrappy house and bang on Scrappy's door, and Scrappy comes to the door like, yo, I'm sick. I ain't coming out today, you know. He said, I had some bad food. You know, I, my ass is leaking. <laughs> right. He's like, I ain't going nowhere, yo. And so, you know, instead of Marvin paging his brother or calling his brother up and saying, yo, Scrappy ain't gonna be able to come through. I need you to come through and help me with the stash house. What does he decide to fucking do? He decides to go look for his nephew. I said this before. Marvin is not a thinker. At all. Marvin doesn't think. He reacts and then he thinks. At all. But Marvin is just not a and Marvin is just not a he's just not a thinker. And, and it's and, just and, stupid. And, and to even and to even like when I first saw it, I was like, "Why he? Why she ain't put Lulu on there? You know, whatever." Then I had to rethink, and I was like, "Well, Marvin is the muscle the thing too." Marvin, but Marvin's the muscle, yep. Yep. you know. But I'm like, Marvin is just not a thinker. She probably was thinking it was harmless. All you doing is nobody really know where the stash at. All you do is just getting the stash. You move from and one spot to the next. Why are we moving it in the middle of the day? Why? Why? I mean, 
I mean, I understand, again, I get it that they were covering the boxes and they was doing this and doing that. But if this is supposed to be a house that no one is living in, you got a bright red, candy apple red Mercedes Benz pulling up to an abandoned house. Like, sir, that don't even, like, again, at least wait till it's dark. Or they should have did, like, uh, he should have did what, like, what Unique them crew did, came with a van. Yeah. Right. Right. A moving van or... Or you don't have like a hoopty, like, you know, I have, you know, back in the day, friends who dibbled and dabbled, they had their going out car, they had their flash car, and they had their work car. Like, you you can't do that type of work in that type of car. Yeah. Like, I just you think don't have a hoopty, you ain't got no rundown shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's also, I'm winning, you know, I'm on a high horse, I'm out here doing my thing, ain't no, everybody know who I am, ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. It's also that type of mentality that Marvin carries. Marvin carries an armor about himself where he thinks that, you know, he the man and I can't be touched. I can't be fucked with. And so, you know, it kind of goes back to what we said in earlier uh, episodes is that they really don't have no crew. They really don't have no muscle. They really don't have no hands. Because if this would have been, well, it's kind of like how what happened with uh, Tommy and his crew when they were moving the stuff from the laundromat at the time and the feds was watching them. And they end up getting the dirty clothes and they had the, uh, the work in another car or in another van. So it, it was just poorly put together. It was a last minute thing. He really didn't think about it. Um, Instead of calling his brother for help, he goes to his 15-year-old nephew, which we knew right then and there that wasn't going to be a good idea at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And, Kane, and again, Kanan asking too many damn questions. Get in the car, nigga. Well, right. He, what are we he talking was about? Trying to, he was trying to let Marvin know that, look, uh, Ma already told me I ain't need to be part of the stash house no more. You know, blah, 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 this. You know, I got to go to this class. You know, he was really trying to get out of it because he really didn't want to do it. And, that's what know, it was. He didn't want to do it. I he just didn't want to do it. I think that's beyond. I think it go. I think their relationship goes beyond that from the last episode where Marvin gave him some work. Like we exactly. got his understanding now. So what, what are we talking about? Like we have his understanding. We built this. We you we do for me. I do for you. Exactly. Yeah. So since yep. we built this relationship, this should not be a, a conversation at this point, really. I did yep. this for you because you came to me saying so 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 whatever whatever whatever. Or whatever. So now I need you to do this for me. Speaking of doing for me, so in the very next scene, you see Raquel. She over there talking to one of the building superintendents, saying she need two apartments, uh, yeah. one right on top of each other. What what is that needed for? I don't what? know. I, I don't know. She's setting something up, though. She's setting something up. I, I didn't get a clear understanding of what the what the setup is, but as usual, yeah, that might be per usual, we find out later. Per the usual, she pulls out an envelope full of money for the building uh, superintendent. Oh, we pitch, we pitching out of those apartments. We ain't got nothing else to do outside of those apartments. We pitching. That's you what go I was thinking this too. Level, it, we going it, to this level for this split, that level for that one. We pitching. That's what I was thinking too, D. I, I I thought that's that's what she was trying to do was in um in lieu it was of losing very the New corners. York City-ish. Yeah. Yes. In lieu of losing the corners, then we finna get us some trap houses. Yeah, that's exactly what that is uh, to me. Like we gonna. This is this is where this is where I want to set up what I got going on. That we pitch it. You go meet me at the apartment door, hand it out to you through the mail slot. You on about your business? Yep, yep. So she's setting up drive through. <laughs> she's Pretty setting much. up. She's setting up her some delivery of uh, uh, stuff going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get ready to be serving out of them apartments. That's what yep. I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. So then you see uh, Juju uh, jukebox Juju Laverne. Jukebox, go see her uncle. 
at the diner. And, um, you know, they have a moment. You know, they talk. Uh, you know, she's pretty much uh, letting him know how aggravated or frustrated she is with him. Like, she's like, you, you, you just like my dad. You ain't good for shit. And, you know, he was like, yo, daddy, I ain't have nothing to do with that. Uh, that was famous sister that put him on, you know. And she was like, well, why can't you do a favor for me? And that's when he tells her that, look, listen, you don't want people out here doing favors for you because that's just another way for them to keep their thumb on you. Yep. When uh, you got a motherfucker doing favors for you, and she agreed with him on that. But you can also see that she was very disappointed that her uncle is not trying to help her push her dream forward. And he pretty much tells her, like, listen, I would. He's like, I would have no problem giving you the money at all. But he's like, you know, Marvin ain't going to go for that. You know, Marvin, I have a fit with that. That's my daughter. Uh, I do for her. She got to learn how to do things for herself. So, you know, you can see that he respects his brother's wishes, but don't necessarily agree with him. And then you see in that moment that he actually tries to be a parent to her, making sure she ate. He's like, yo, did you eat? Yes. She's like, I got to go. And, you know, he wraps up the rest of his sandwich and gives it to us as eat. You know, so we see that, you know, he, he does care about his niece, and, you know, his family. But what do you think about that? Can I ask you something? Do you think that it's that Marvin wouldn't approve Lulu giving her some money? Absolutely. Or, or is that Marvin wouldn't approve giving her some money for studio time? I think for both. I think both scenarios apply because he, he clearly said it in the, uh, when it was at the diner. He's like, you know, Marvin feels like you, y'all got to come up the same way we came up. Mm-hmm. That y'all got to fend for yourself. That you know we ain't have nobody to do it for us. So y'all got to learn how to do it for yourself. So he's perfectly fine with his daughter out there hustling. And you know, same thing with Canaan. I think he still he has that uh, uh, expectation for them to get it on their own, like how we had to get it. So mm-hmm. I think he would be absolutely offended if 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 Lulu did anything for her, regardless of what the reason was. Like, no, don't do shit for her. Let her do it for herself because. You clearly see that he don't do shit for, her, you know. Because I thought it, I thought it'd be more so for studio time because she could have easily said, or they could have just had a bomb like you ain't get this for me, or whatever you was hustling, or, you know, or whatever the case may be. But I thought that it was just more so studio time. She could hustle and get the money, Listen, and then he find out she in the studio. Rule. I think at this point it's an unspoken rule in the family because at this point she didn't even have to get it from her uncle because she could have got it from her aunt. She got it from her true. aunt, like hell. Yep. Like the way her yeah. aunt handed out true, all true, of money. True, 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 true. If it was money she needed, uh, she she could have went to any one of them and got money. So good I, facts, I, good I, facts. I think it's just because of the fact that that's an unspoken rule in the family that everybody got to get it on their own. You know, everybody got to hustle because the aunt knew she was hustling last week. Uh, mm-hmm. She came over there with the bag of clothes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if if they really were concerned about it, they would say, "No, I'll give you the money for you. I don't want my niece out here." But, but, but even when with that being said, the whole family is part of the organization. Because you know, she like she was just talking to her about you know different shit, and she was just like, you know, don't tell my dad. You know, yep. like don't tell my dad. So th- that couldn't have been like a code of silence, even you know, with with I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but I'm just looking at it. it's I, I like different ways. This whole family element is weird. This this yeah. whole family element is weird on how they move. Um, but I, I think it's just uh, respect for the fact that this not my daughter. This right. not my child. Right. Right. You right. Know, right. Right. I I got to respect you know my brother's wishes on how he wants to parent his child. 
Because, I, I mean, the same can be said for Kanan. You know, if they were out here doing stuff for Kanan that Raquel didn't approve of, you know, she wouldn't be having any of that. So, Oh, no. Nah, hell no. I just think it's a, it's a stupid, unspoken rule that they have in the family. Yeah. And so you see Jukebox, she make up her mind, and she call up her crew. And it's like, yo, we need to go pull a lick. And they pretty much turn her down, shut her down. You know, like they didn't want to go do the lick with her. And so she got pissed and, and went to go do the lick on her own. And I was like, oh, no, this ain't going to end well. Like, yeah, you know, that, I had a I had a, a real bad feeling about that. It didn't it didn't go the way I thought it, as bad as I thought it was going to go. But, yeah, I, I had a real bad Could have been uh, worse. Right. Yeah. Do y'all remember from the previous episode? There was like with one call, we all show up. Yep. Right. And she said that on the phone. She was like, what happened to when one call, we all show up? She said that. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Yep. But, but again, do you I feel like they didn't show up for her because she was a girl? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I did. Yep, yes, I agree. I yes, agree from from what my man said, when he was whooping on the security guard ass, that was some bullshit, though. Yep. But it also lets you know how much of a rider she is. Like, well, fuck y'all, I'm gonna go go get the work done by myself. Yeah. You know, stupid decision because she could have got caught. But in right. the day, you know, she 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 was on a mission and she was working towards a goal. Yeah. And she wasn't gonna let anything stand in her way of trying to get this money, um, which really didn't accomplish anything at all. But at, in her mind, she had to go get this money. And so um, you see, Marvin. This and this is what I didn't understand the first time. So in the next scene, you see Marvin um, and um, Kanan pulling up to the stash house. Y'all don't mm-hmm. see this car on the street. Y'all don't see this car that's sitting in front of this abandoned uh, crack house up the street. A nice luxury car. So that was my question. Were they in a luxury car? I really, I saw the inside of it, but I didn't really see. I felt if like it they was, were still in Unique's car from when they were riding around. But early. I don't, I'm not really sure they was in Unique's car because I didn't see it. Remember when they pulled up on Davina? They were in the BMW. I, I do remember that, but the second time when we when it, when it flashed over to that car. I'm not sure if I really saw the car because I questioned that too. And I was like, if you see this car, man, you got to circle the block a few times, right? That's what I'm saying. You would think that he would have circled the block more than once. But I'm not really sure. And I'm not really sure if he saw the car that he, I'm not even sure if he would have thought anything of it because you shouldn't have left him at the stash house anyway. Absolutely. Like, I don't understand. Like, again, that that whole situation was just dumb. I, I, I... Because they showed him in the car earlier, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna assume that they were still in the car. Yeah, I feel like they were probably still. Like I don't feel like they went and changed cars. Like, Marvin probably didn't pay no mind. But that's that's, that's just the problem. That's just telling me that's what I'm talking about him. right there. That's just how stupid he is. Like you, stupid right now. You should have circled that block a couple times, make sure everything was straight, uh, make sure there was nobody around lurking or whatever. You should have been a little bit more uh, inconspicuous. But it's but again, over. but then again, they also didn't have no reason to think anybody knew what it said. That's true was. too, right? True so too. he probably wasn't thinking nothing of it, and then that's just the the way that he is. Yep, this is so. the way that he is. The crazy thing is, he's kind of like the same asshole in Ballers too. <laughs> I was going, you know what? He's kind of like the same. Ballers. He is yeah. that same from Ballers. He's kind of the same asshole from Ballers. Typecasting, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, might, it might be because he's, he's, he's got the same arrogant asshole. 
<laughs> but that's neither here nor there. All right, carry on. <laughs> oh, you're so silly. So jukebox on the back of this truck again, and she came all the way out here. You risked your freedom to steal one jacket. Man, I would be grabbing everything on the racks. Listen, I would be grabbing boxes. Listen, if I was getting ready, uh, last time she came with the trash bag, so I don't know why she she was ill prepared. Uh, to pull this lip because I mean she did all that to grab one jacket. She probably thought the squad was coming with her. Well, after even after the squad let her down and told her they wasn't showing up, like at that yeah, point, she knew she was by herself. She was that, was, that just wasn't. But I thought about that. It could have been a specific time or whatever, and I think she was looking for that coat specifically because other people were selling shit for twenty, thirty dollars, and she could just sell one product for two fifty. That's true too. That's yeah, I think too, in too. her mind she was like, "I only need X, Y, Z amount of money yeah. to to Let get, me the get something to... um, um, that I can sell to get me that dollar amount." Yeah, gotcha. I don't think she. Yeah, because again, she's not doing this because she needs a whole lot of money. She just needs studio money. Because I, again, I feel like she don't have no problem getting what she needs for her day to day needs. But she can't go to her dad and be like, "Yo, I need five hundred dollars for studio time." But she probably can. She probably don't have no problem with lunch money and bus money and going to arcade. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. probably not her issue. Yeah. And so uh, we 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 picked up on it last week, and of course we said that wasn't going to be the end of the security guard. We knew that the security guard recognized her. The security mm-hmm. guard hemmed her up and yoked her up. It was like, yo, listen, calm down. First off, uh, thank you. And in his own way, you know, he was pretty much telling her, "Thank you for saving my life last week." You know, because yeah, he would got stumped out. Yeah, but if yeah, you come he back here dead. again, that's it. You know, you go. I let you get away this time with the jacket. You like, but don't don't bring your ass back here no more. And that was a bit of reality for her. Like, yo, he let me go because he could have just took the jacket from her mm-hmm. and let her go. But he let her right. Keep he let jacket. her keep the jacket too. Yeah, and that was more meaningful for her than um. Him letting her go was the fact that he actually let me keep the jacket. And so Kane and dumbass get introduced to the stash house. And you know, uh, again, I, I have an issue with Marvin going over here by himself with this boy. A 15-year-old boy, you by yourself. This boy ain't got no gun on him. He don't even know how to use no gun or nothing. You go and trust this boy to pack up all this money and all this cocaine by by himself. Because of the bond that they thought that he built yeah. when he gave him the shit that he dealt in the last episode. And they sitting here up the street watching him load the truck up. They, you know, load the uh, back of the trunk up. You know, they kind of peeping game or whatever. Easy um, money. Easy money. That's exactly what they were saying to themselves. Easy money. Easy money. Mm-hmm. Or oh, they ain't got no crew out here. They ain't got no muscle out here. Like, at this point, yo, let's go. And I think it was, a stupid decision for Marvin to, because uh, at first what I thought was going to happen was him and Marvin were going to go take one load, and it was going to follow them to the stash house and find out where their new stash house was. So was the and car was completely full? Back. The car was completely full, so he had to make the first run. He was coming back to make the second run. Nah, yes, that's yeah. They had loaded the trunk, but you know they really could have put some shit in the back seat. That's so, what I'm saying. I'm say they had plenty of more room. They that's what I'm going. saying. But maybe Marvin won't get no shit on his leather seats because you don't want to play that shit. Don't play that game. He looked like he might be that tight. Like, oh, don't fuck up my car. Yeah, don't fuck up my car. You get the shit off the leather seats. But uh, I, I just, but to me, you knew how much work you had to move. To me, I kind of going back to what Crystal was saying. 
you should have came with the right type of vehicle to begin with. Right. Uh, you knew what all work that was in there that needed to be moved. You know, Marvin don't fit think. in your trunk at one. Marvin doesn't think. You know, anybody else, they would have came with a minivan or something that wouldn't have been recognized. You know. And really, that's kind of rock fault because rock know that Marvin is a fuck up. And know that but, you shouldn't have trusted him with something like that without having somebody else there with him. Exactly, because Rock know that Marvin is kind of a fuck-up. Like, I get that the fact that he's the muscle, you know, and I understand why she was just like, you know, I'm going to put Marvin on here, and, you know, this, that, and the other. But she also got to know, or she also does know that Marvin is kind of a fuck-up. If uh, her yeah, to she and trust him... Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah for her but I feel like they're giving all that him... Shit. But, okay, he's a fuck-up, but again... I feel like they're giving him the easy shit. Like, he doesn't handle anything that involves thinking. Like, I need you to pack up some boxes, put them in your car, and drive them across town. Like, how it's could not you that fuck fucking that up? complicated. Yeah, yeah like, how I, could you fuck that I up? I feel like they thought they were giving him the easy shit. Like, we're not asking you to find a stash house. We're not asking you to make no deals. We're not asking you to negotiate shit. Just pack up a box and drive it across town. Marvin should be assigned hits. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he should be inside. He should be inside homework. executions. He should be that's giving it. homework, and that's, that's it. That's it. He should yeah. be inside execution. He's not smooth enough. He's not smooth enough to pull off the Reggie Jackson, but like he could have came around the side and de- and delivered the home run for the Reggie Jackson. And you know, Lulu could have, you know, did everything. Oh, what he should have did was before he left. But he he not he just not. What I wanted to see, what I wanted to see was exactly what happened when he came back. What I wanted to see him was like when he was loading those boxes up in the truck, peak game that somebody was down the street watching them. Yes, that's what he's good for. That we didn't know that. So when he left with the uh, work, I would, I I expected him to circle the block and come in the back door and fuck up shit. That's what I wanted to see. I I, I wanted to see Marvin more on point than what he was being portrayed as. But obviously, we were. Wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, but but that's when he pulled up. That's what he's good at. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, like even when the last episode where he crossed paths with Unique and he did, did the mean mug and he said other, like he's like he's the muscle. I can't I I can't emphasize it no more than that. He's definitely dumber than Tommy, but. He's the muscle. This is just what he And he's did. not afraid. He's yeah. not afraid of confrontation. He's with not shit, afraid with, of confrontation. When shit goes left, this is who you want backing your shit when it goes left. Right. You know, like the way he took care of that when he first when he first pulled back up, I was like, you couldn't handle that no better. The only thing you probably needed was a bigger gun. Yep. Right? <laughs> the only thing you probably needed was a bigger gun. But well, I didn't understand why he came in through the back way. The second time. That's where y'all should have came in the first time. Y'all should have came in the back of the house the first time. But it's and a stash. I guess. It's the stash. Like nobody's supposed to be on a stash like that. That's why it's the stash. You know, but he 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 handled it the way I don't know. I, I don't know. Marvin is just he a wild Yeah, he he a wild card. He liked the Deuce of hard, deuce of diamond in space or some shit. He yep. just, you know, what I'm saying it's unpredictable when it's gonna come out like that. You know, like yep. it's he, he's just a wild card to be. So you see, juke, uh, jukebox is back over to Nicole house. You know, that's her safe place. She's back at Nicole house, and Nicole's trying to jack it on, 
And, you know, they're having a whole conversation about the history of Ralph Lauren. So, you know, she about that low life for real. And she done done the research on Ralph Lauren. And, and Nicole's like, I don't understand what's the big hype about it. It's just a jacket. Ralph she's like, it's just a jacket to you. But for me, and she spoke big facts on that. For me, it's not. It's out of reach for me. It's supposed to be out of reach for me because y'all, and your friends are supposed to have this kind of shit. Y'all supposed to wear Ralph Lauren. I broke ass. We we ain't supposed to be able to buy this. We ain't supposed to be able to wear this. So, you know, she ended up giving the jacket to the little girl because the little girl had told her in the last episode to stop that boosting and whatever. So she kind of realized that, you know, I skated today, but the next time I, I might not be able to skate. So mm-hmm. I think at that moment she made her mind up that, you know, I ain't going to do this boosting no more. Now I got to come up with another way to get this money. For so this is gonna even make the situation even worse for her now because this was her means to get the studio time. Now she's turned that off. Now what is she gonna do now to get the money? Lulu need to give her the money because I think that's bullshit that Lulu won't help her. I like I heard everything, the explanation about the family and all that, but fuck that. Lulu needs to go and get that girl that money. But anyway, I'm sorry. But you do see in the preview next week that he does tell old boy that listen, I want my niece to sing on this track. So you know he he's starting to uh, to uh, maybe he uh, thought about it. I think I, I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to put something else up in there to kind of uh, make him more comfortable with his girl hanging out over here at the studio. So having his niece there and everything, I think that's his way of being comfortable with this situation. So it's kind of a two for one. It's like okay. My niece is trying to get put on. She wants to make music or whatever. I don't necessarily feel comfortable with my old lady being over here and I'm not here or whatever the case may be. My niece is here. So I think this is his way of being a little bit more comfortable with what's going on with his girl hanging out over here at the studio. And at the same time, he's helping his his niece out. Yeah, I think it's a two-way street with it coming down down to that. Like, he got his niece there and his girl is there so the niece is kind of keeping a watch on it right you know to see what see what's going on um the niece is not no longer pulling these capers off so she's safe right yeah it's, she, it's, she's it's safe. a win situation I, I i don't know if i don't know if the the family knows that she's pulling these capers that she's doing this boost and shit um i kind of feel like they do I kind of feel like they do. I, 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 I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't catch that though because she hasn't been to the studio yet. No, but when you say uh, you don't know whether or not the family knows that she's pulling licks, I think they do because remember last week she came over with the clothes and let them over at uh, oh well, well, uh, over the rock because she was just like you know my father be going into my into my shit or whatever. Yep, and I think he uh, right right right, right even right. had a conversation about it because. Uh, Something about uh, when they were talking about the whole money situation, she was like, "No, I get my own money or whatever the case may be." So I, I think that the family knows about it, but you know, I don't think that I don't think that they realize they don't oppose she, it though. She's out there by herself doing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They probably know that she went with a crew and out here pulling legs. I don't think that they feel like she's out there pulling legs by herself. Right. Right. Okay. But either way, her and the little girl have a moment again, and um, the little girl ended up taking her virginity, and she's a little bit of an aggressive. <laughs> the little girl's a little bit of an mm. aggressive. She's like, I feel like this ain't her first time. <laughs> I feel like no, nah, I didn't feel like that was her first time either. Jukebox yeah. had boxers though, boxers on though. Like, she been wearing kinda... them every episode. Yeah, she had boxers on before. I yeah. I know, but it's just I don't know. I'm I'm looking too far into it. 
No, you're not looking too far into it because what you're seeing is how Marvin is raising this girl. This girl's being raised. That's up what like I'm thinking. Boy. Yeah, I'm like she's being dude. raised up like a boy. <laughs> but okay, she's right. being raised up like a little boy. You know, she she's not being treated like the. We said this at the very beginning of the podcast. I don't think he was on that episode. I think me and uh, CP was talking about that. Like she's not treated like she's the princess of the family. You know, she's the only girl besides mm-hmm. Raquel. So you would think that, you know, she would be girly, girly like Raquel. And Rock and her lost touch, you know, for a while. Because she was like, my girl ain't coming over no more. It's spending the night. Exactly. So and I all think, the type right. of shit. Yeah. So I think what she's being, she's being raised up to be a tomboy. Mm-hmm. You know, she's being treated like that. Her daddy don't show no affection or love or anything. She ain't got no mama figure around. So I think at this point, she's just turned into a little tomboy. And as she gets older... That's what she's become. She dressed like a boy. She act like a boy. You know, that's what she is. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we see uh oh, oh the uh your uh what is a boy name uh unique crew bust down the door, they blast their way into the stash mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. and poor Kanan. Like he he's scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they tie him up, and I feel like I feel like the dude that was holding the gun on him was out there on that corner that day when um, him and D-Way shot up uh, Buck 20. What y'all think about that? He definitely knew that Kanan was guilty. Yeah, but he he kind of knew, like, with, uh, you know, certain, you know, because he was kind of like, you know, he fucked up because he stayed in the house too long. You know, he was doing all that cap with Kanan. Either you should have shot him and went on about your business or whatever, but all that capping that you was doing allowed... Of Marvin, uh, time to get back to the house to see what was going on, and he's just sitting there like, "Oh shit, they robbing me! These motherfuckers robbing me!" Like he should have just stuck up on their ass and shot their ass in the back of the motherfucking van. But what does this fool do? He drives into the back of the van. It ain't hit nobody. Man, I, I was like, there wasn't a better way to handle that. Like that was that was the best you came up with. That was the best you came up, with and then start shooting at the window. You should have did. You should have snuck up on them niggas when they was loading the uh, van up and. But see, here's where y'all. But see, here's the difference. Tommy probably would did the same shit. Ghost would have snuck up through the back and shot everybody ass. Yep. So now that that's the difference. Like, like I like, get where you're people, going with that. He's the hothead. Like, yeah, he had a hothead. People like that want to deal with the shit head on. They don't want to deal. They they don't want to think about the shit. But like you know, you know what? I can go through the back. And like Marvin probably like. Yo, my nephew was in here. I just need to react right now. Anybody else? I can say anybody else, but people like Ghost would be like, "Yo, if my if my nephew was in here, I'm just hoping he alive." But I'm about to come through this back door and I'm about to get killed. Everybody in the spot. And he did that when he shot old buddy and buddy fell on top of Kanan and he was coughing up blood and shit. He shot that nigga in the head and that uh, brain matter uh, shot up in Kanan's face. That but, motherfucker that, threw up. but but that's how they but that's but that's how they deal with it. As far as him um as far as him possibly being out on the corner when they uh, killed Buck Twenty, I'm not sure if he was on the corner with Buck Twenty or whatever. But like I said, Buck Twenty yelled Kanan's name out when they first approached, so his name is already there. 
you know, so Canaan uh, names already. They didn't have no mask. So they, they didn't have no mask either. Anyway. Yeah, they had no mask. They, yeah. So they had no mask either. Like he was just like, well, what you want, Canaan, or whatever the hell he said, or That's whatever. That's what he said. That's so his, he so said. his name, so so his name is already there and is already ringing. So he didn't even have to be there to know that Canaan was there. So I, I, I what do y'all think is going to happen with Canaan? Because you know we saw that he was uh, shook up by what had happened. You know, part of that is fear that I could have got killed. Part of it was fear that, oh, shit, we just got robbed. I, th- I think all those emotions were kind of all in that moment that when he was throwing up. Because, I mean, he didn't seem to be as, uh, for 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 what he had done to uh, Buck 20, you know, I, I didn't expect to see that reaction out of him throwing up uh, with that uh, boy brain matter uh, uh, splattered all over him. But then again, I guess so. Um he was you could you could tell that he was scared. You could tell that he was scared about what was going on. But this is the life that you begging to be in. Right. Uh, that's what I keep coming back to. Like this, this is the life you begging to be in. So ain't no scared now. This this what you wanted. When old boy got shot in the chest, I think Kanan was fine. But when the brain matters happened, yeah. it's like like yep. it just it, it it that was too much. No pun intended, it blew his mind. So yeah. it's just kind of like you know. Fucked up for him, but it kind but, of goes back to uh, again how. Of course, we know he'd be used to it. Mar, yeah, yeah. Of course, we know he's gonna become a regular at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But kind of go back to how ignorant Marvin is. Marvin should not brought him back home with those clothes on. Marvin right. Should not have I'm like, him come back on. That was the dumbest on. shit ever. Like you gotta like you should have took that boy to your house, dressed him. And dropped him off the way he was supposed to be the, going anyway. Pulled the, something out of um Jubox closet. Like, come on. The conversation that y'all had when you killed Buck Twenty, you gotta burn that shit and shit like that. Like you already know this, right? Why would you send him home to your sister's house at that? No, with that shit home. on. With that shit on. I, that just that just tells you what right that Marvin just. Nah, we'll we'll get rid of this body. I'm taking you shopping. Yep. Taking you shopping, I'm taking you to your cousin's house. Get some out your cousin closet real quick. I'm not taking you because I he Marvin has money. I'm taking you shopping. We about to get ready to go get you a whole new fit. Yep. Everything the shoes, the shoes, that jacket, everything should have been gone. exactly all of that should have been all burnt. that shit should have been burnt and gone. We about to get you a whole new outfit. Yep. That shit is about to get ready to go. This body's about to go. This gun is about to go. The clothes about to get ready to go. Yep. All that shit is going to the same bag and being burnt at the same time. He take this boy back home with these same bloody ass clothes home. I'm like, what the fuck that are you so doing, stupid. Marvin? That was so stupid. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. That's your man's. That's <laughs> so, your man's. Like you said in Billy, that's your man's. Man, Marvin, <laughs> come on, bro. You got to get it together now. You doing too much, you That's your man's. Hey. So you see uh, Katie come home. He rush home and he throws his shirt up under the bed. I already knew that. Uh, Raquel was gonna find that shit. I right, because she had it. said earlier in the episode about him not doing his own laundry. So yep, you already, already knew what knew. was gonna happen with I, that. Yep, I knew what was gonna really happen. With and that. most kids throw shit up under the bed. <laughs> first place your parents. The first thing. Yeah, the first thing. Yeah, the first thing. <laughs> like I, I just again, I, I blame that on Marvin because why did you let him come home with these clothes on? So she's taking him to the night class that we find out that Symphony is teaching. And Good. I feel like the only reason why she was having that, trying to have that conversation with him then was because she knew that he was getting ready to go be in his class. But I feel like you should have had that conversation yep. with him already prior to that. Yep. 
hey, listen, this is the uh, dude I'm kicking it with. I want y'all to try to get along. I want y'all to be peace between y'all. But I feel like that was just a knee-jerk reaction because I'm getting ready to drop you off to his class. It's and I'll be honest, if I'm if I'm Canaan now, I'm like, so did you really enroll me in this class because you worried about me being doing good in school? Or did you or want me to spend did you, more did you want me to spend more time with Symphony? Yeah. Exactly. You're forcing exactly. me to spend more time with him. Yep. Because I was looking at it like, is this the reason why she's picking this brain? Because she wants something better for Kanan? Like, she was trying to show Kanan a different, she does. A different side of yes. everything. And because, yes. and because I think Symphony is so, it's so much as far as architect as she see a bigger picture outside of the drug game for Kanan, is this why she's placing them into that position? She's putting them in position to yes. be successful outside the drug game and trying to show them a different way. Yes. You saw that in the very first episode where she was trying to get them to go to that school. Yes. Yes. You saw that when she was trying to get them to go yes. to that school. So and then when she keeps asking Symphony all these questions. This is another was like, oh, this is perfect. She's trying to lure him away from the street. She's yeah. trying to lure him away from the street through the means of education. This but is that perfect. is attractive to him. He right. with that. He ain't a scholar. So, you know, that would have worked with someone like Ghost, but Kanan is lured to the streets. So he's more attracted to what's happening out there in the family business than he is with trying to get an education and be a scholar. He ain't trying to mm-hmm. be that, but that's what she wants him to be. So I feel like it's, uh, again, it's a double-sided sword because it's killing two birds with one stone. One, I want to try to lure him away from the streets. That's why she wants him to like Symphony so much because I want this man to end up being a positive influence on my child. Mm-hmm. And two... I want to try to try to force this to happen because mm-hmm. what what's happening right now ain't working. Right, this shit ain't working. So I need to get him further away from this. That's why I want to go take him in and enroll him in a college course and see if this will turn the Cause, tide. Because his grades already slipping, and you know he with D Wiz and everything, grades already slipping. So now he got to she got to try to put something in place for him to get right back on track. But I think what's end up going to happen is I think him and him and Symphony is going to develop a relationship. I think they are going to develop a relationship, a positive relationship, but I, it's still not going to be enough to lure him from the streets. He's still going to want to do the street shit, but you know, Hayden wasn't dumb. Even in his adulthood, he wasn't dumb. We see him put this whole plan together on Ghost and Tommy now from jail. He gonna put whatever he learned to the best of his abilities and what he's capable of doing. Yep. That's mm-hmm. that's that's Kanan Mo. That, that was Kanan Mo in in First Power. Whatever he knows, he's gonna use to the best of his ability in order to reach his objectives. So I mean, and then you see Raquel, she at home doing what a mom does. You know, she cleaned up his room, getting his laundry together, and she finds a bloody shirt. So you I know, had that polo shirt too, by the way. That that polo shirt was lit. <laughs> I had that polo shirt in like it's multiple colors. Now. I had white, red, and blue, yellow, I had blue. Red, blue. I had yellow, blue, and white. I had multiple colors, blue and green and white, multiple colors. And I feel I like never had retro- any polo. I, I feel so. like they retro that shirt. Uh, hey, you better stop lying years. to me. <laughs> I, I feel like they have in recent years. I, I really do. If they, it, if I can find it, I'm gonna get it. I guarantee you, it's out there. And all the cuts I already had. <laughs> I, I I don't seen that shirt here recently before this show, and I feel like they retro that maybe last uh, winter, I think maybe last um, season winter, they may have retroed it. But um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that uh, they're going to automatically feel like Scrappy is responsible for the hit on the stash house? I think they're going to think Scrappy in on it. I think so too. 
I think so too. But I think I don't think they're going to kill Scrappy. I think eventually Scrappy's going to give up Kane is what's going to end up happening. Scrappy's going to say it was probably that bitch that he had come by here, and then that's going to prompt them to start asking questions about Davina, like yo, what's up with that? I don't think I don't think it ends well for her either. It's not going to so, end well for her. I'm just telling you based off of what I've seen as far well, as how many episodes she in. Well, go ahead well, and run it down that... for me, DJ. Go ahead and run it down for me. What you what you thinking? Um, as far as I know, I, I believe she's either in six or seven episodes. So she's not going to make it all the way through because we, we know that it's 10 episodes. So she's, so she's not going to make it all the way through. Um, I believe at the end of the day, this will be Kanan and pull the trigger. I think Scrap Killer. I think Kanan pulls the trigger too, so I agree with you, DJ. I think Kanan pulls the trigger. Going back to all those little tidbits. And yep. I, you need to really go back and um, do a little bit of uh, rewatching of Power Season 2 yep. and Season 3. Um, because in those moments where Kanan is having conversations with Tariq and Sean and other people besides Ghost and Tommy, you know, he makes little comments. And he did make a comment to Tariq about uh, you ain't no real killer unless you kill somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. And yep. being that that's his first love, and she's going to be the reason why the family's hurting right now, and the family got stuck up and robbed. You know, Kanan could very well easily pull a trigger on her. Could very easily pull a trigger on her. I think it's going to be We Kanan see how ruthless he becomes. I mean, listen, you can't say that though. He wouldn't do that when he and after he pulled that trigger. Sister. It's no turning back for right. him. Right after he killed his own sister, Jukebox was his sister. You know that that they were raised like a brother and sister. They were family. He killed his own son. I, listen, I think listen. Buck Twenty. I think I think Buck Twenty is one thing, but he him killing Davina is no turning back. He's willing to kill anybody at that point. That's what's going to really activate him. That's that's that's, that's what I think is going to flip him to the other side. Yep. Yep, like you, like like, like like you, like you do that. It's the perfect setup. Who else will get Davina in a spot where she's trusted and able to put her in the position where her guards is down? She might not even think nothing of it. You know, where Kanan got the drop on me because I because I did this and I did that or whatever. But it all makes sense because when Kanan ran out of the house or whatever, Scrappy ain't gonna tell where where the spot at. I don't think. You know, he could have been gated up. He could have been gated up. And listen, we ain't had no issues at the stash house before until now. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, this, 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 you've got something to do with this, Kane. Yeah, he could have, he could have been gated up. Who else yeah. would know where to stash And remember, is at? Scrappy saw Kane and talking to the girl. He, he was the exactly. But and, and because he made that comment to him, because they, we had that scene where we saw him make that comment to him back, yo, why you got this chick coming over here to the stash house? You know, this ain't supposed to be. You know, public right. knowledge for everybody. Yeah, exactly. We we know that that's the prelude to what's going to happen. That girl going to end up getting fucked up behind that. I think, I think it might not happen next episode, but you know, keep in mind, next week's episode is episode five. Episode five is a turn up for mid season, so you know a lot of shit is going to go down. Yeah, you got that cliffhanger. Yeah, and um, cliffhanger. I, I know I know Scrappy ain't making it to episode ten either. You know, so I think he made it to like episode seven or episode eight. But he's not gonna he's not gonna make it that, that far either. So his demise, I really haven't pinpointed it yet. Possibly it a casualty be, at war. He's yeah, gonna be a casualty it, at war. It, it, it could it could be, you know, especially because unique man's got capped, you know, behind the old caper when he's pulling him up at the stash house. 
You know, he was like, oh, Unique's boy. He shot the, you know, nigga right in the head. Like, you just lost another soldier or whatever. Do the streets need another body? Unique, are y'all gonna, how, how y'all gonna react to by, I think it's gonna this? be a full-scale uh, uh, war now. I think at this point, all gloves, all bets, all dealings, all agreements that they had in place are off the table now. I think everybody is, uh, is out for blood at this point. So... It's going to be interesting to see how the uh, season wraps up. I'm so glad we are renewed for season two. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds. You so any other, season two. any other predictions that we have for next week? Unique is not in season two. Unique is not in season two? Unique is not in season two. Okay, so going back to, well, you know, Joey Badass may be booked for other projects. So he could may be, be booked. He, he could be booked for another project, but kind of goes back to what me and CP was talking about earlier is who's going to make it out? Who's going to make it out? You know, there's only one, one, there's only going to be one that's going to come out on top. So are we saying that we think that Raquel's going to make it out and Unique isn't? Thomas, uh, anybody who has a, a connection to Thomas is pretty much going to make it out. Well, we'll see. Rock, Kanan, Unique. I mean, not unique. I'm sorry, Lulu, Marvin, and of course, you know, Laverne will make it out. I don't even think that Marvin's going to make it out. Marvin's going to make it out. Marvin's going to make it out. Marvin is in ten episodes. He's going to make it out. Okay, so he's going to make it out. Unless, unless, unless his tenth one is demise, it could be. Well, you got to you got to be careful with IMDb sometimes. IMDb be throwing you off sometimes. Sometimes they'll have a person listed in the episode, then they're not. They're just yeah, like a flashback. They're like a flashback in the episode, or they're mentioned in the episode a lot of times because they did that with season six with Power, where we saw Angie was in multiple episodes. We automatically assumed that she was alive, but she wasn't. You know, she was just a, a ghost that she was appearing to ghosts and talking to him. I'm not saying they're going to do that for this particular show, but sometimes you got to be careful with their casting listing because a lot of times they'll have people listed down that's not actually. Uh, live in the episode, they made. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be mad at that. But yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. It's it's all you can put anything on the internet nowadays. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, CP. You got any predictions for next week? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not really. Like, cause I don't know. We just had to see the progression. I, like I said, I do feel like. This episode, it was a necessary episode because we got a lot of foundation for what I think is happening. It's going to happen next. You know what I mean? We we see a lot of foundation for those those next steps that we know have to happen. But I don't know. We'll see. All right, we'll see. All right, so I, I'm I'm excited. I I can't wait. I, I I'm excited. Yeah, it's going. It's going. I think it's going to be a good renewed faith in stars for Saturday nights. You know, I, I've gotten back on that. I can't wait to what's, what's my show coming out on Saturday night. You know, I hadn't felt that way since P Valley went off. So I'm real glad to see that uh, they're doing a great job with this show. I mean, I know uh, the last couple episodes I've seen a lot of people uh, kind of give it like a B to a C. But I mean, I think I think we're A plus all the way around here. The, the story a the B story, to a C. Yeah. I'm like, I don't see where y'all getting that from. This this A plus, this A plus writing all the way around because it's not predictive writing. And I love a show that I can't predict what's getting ready to happen from episode to episode. Mm-hmm. Uh 
the character development. Um, I, I love the character development. I love the character development too because I don't feel like they're stretching it out. I, I feel like we're meeting face value who these characters are, especially with jukebox. Yes. Now I feel like there's more development that's needed with jukebox because I still haven't seen what turned her into season three power. Jukebox. I'd rather see jukebox than than, uh, than Tate. I'd rather see that. That's for sure. For sure. I wish they would have gave her a spinoff. I would have liked to see her life and times and how she ended up becoming a cop. And um, and maybe we'll see that in um, book three. But uh, I still don't think I've seen oh. enough of Jukebox to to understand how she became so, who she became and so, um, power. Let me ask y'all this. When do y'all think that y'all think Tommy and Ghost will show up in season two? If 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 possible, they're going to be because they 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 are both younger than they both anywhere between let's say. Well, we got to see where the timeline. We got to see where the timeline takes us. Right now, we're in ninety one. We know we got. We don't meet Tommy and Ghost to ninety six. Because I was about so, to really say because they because even even Ghost said that you know you was we was a lot younger and you you brought us up because they 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 younger. So when do you think that we'll possibly? So you just say in season two? Well, if season if there's a time jump in season two, then maybe. But if they just gonna saying. go like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, then it would be season three before yep, we right. see them. But That's if they want to do like like if at the end of episode, if the end of season one, and then we come back for season two, and we're like, oh, this is nineteen ninety five, then okay, right. now we know that we about to head in that direction. But if right. they just gonna, you know. You because know, there's a lot of other things that has to happen because right. Kane is going to have to age some too. Um, right. right now he's 15, so he's going to have to become like uh, 20 something. He's going to have to be running shit. So, which means like Tommy and Ghost is what like seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they're kids. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they're going to be that um, young because remember at the end of Power, it was '96 and they were in high school. So they were teenagers. So I think we got to get to the point where Cannon grows out of being 15 into adulthood and he's running shit. And then, you know, uh, Tommy and Ghost are going to become his workers, you know. So we got to get to that point where uh, Cannon and Jukebox age a little bit. Right. Um, because there is like, you know, people that listen to us that asked me this question, you know, and it was like, well, when do you think that Tommy and Ghost will show up? You know, I just be like, oh, you know, Tommy and Ghost, they was younger than Kanan, you know, so we just gotta, we, we'll figure it out, you know, but Tommy and Ghost because, is definitely younger than Right, Kanan. and because we know that there's a season two, there really is no rush. There's right. no there's rush. No... They can they can stretch this out a little bit longer, right. yeah. Because remember, this is Kanan's story. This isn't about Ghost and Tommy. This is right. his story. And right. we still got to get the Breeze too. Breeze a pivotal character too, so I think we'll see Breeze way before we see Tommy and Ghost. Avon so we got to get that character development of Breeze too. So I think that season two is we're going to be introduced to Breeze, and then we'll start to slowly but surely get introduced to uh, Ghost and Tommy because I agree. Once you bring Ghost and Tommy into the uh, series, they they kind of take over that show from it being Kanan's story to yeah their prelude. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what they should have done, and, and maybe they will do this, I think they should really give Ghost and Tommy a prelude uh, show, you know, that it's all about them because, you know, that, that whole, there's a whole cast of characters that come with them. So we got to meet young Tasha, we got to meet young 
uh, Angela. We got to meet young. Uh, we got to meet Paz. You know, we got to meet characters that we've already seen that were an important part of that story as they were kids. So if if it's, if it comes in Raising Canaan, it's going to possibly be a, a season three. I have another question from one of our listeners. Um, do you think that this is just trying, I got I got to set something up so I can actually do it verbatim. But do you think that by Jukebox and Lulu having a conversation being under your thumb is the reason that she became a cop because she could always keep people under her thumb? You know, I think there's going to be some development with that that uh, that leads her to make that decision to become a cop. I think uh, uh, what we saw today was, you know, being one step ahead um, and being able to wiggle her way out of situations. I think that gave her an advantage to uh, she took a different approach than the rest of the family did. You know, instead of having a dirty cop on, mm. on the team, she became that dirty cop. So I, I think there's going to be a lot more story to be told with Jukebox because, again, like I said, we haven't seen enough with her to see how she becomes what we meet her in in, in power. So um, that's going to be very interesting to see. And I think it's going to have a lot to do with uh, Kanan as well. I think it's going to have a lot to do with Kanan getting locked up and um, going in. I think at the end of season two, it, it just depends. Kind of going back to what CP said, it just depends on how they uh, uh, fast forward the years. So if we get to 94, 95, and, you know, they're older and they're in their adulthoods and they're kind of doing their own thing, I think that's when we're going to start to see Jukebox character un- unravel a little bit more. What do you say, CP? I, yeah, I don't think we have – I just don't think I have enough to um to figure it out. Like, it could be a situation where Jukebox wanted to do the opposite of – like, she wanted to go with the opposite of the family business. It could be maybe the family needed her to be – like, she had – that was her role they needed her to play. Right, because um, I mean, because she ends up in D.C., so for whatever reason, she, she leaves, leaves New York. York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't think I have enough information to figure out how she got there. You know, not yet. All right, I'm yeah. sorry. This is the stuff that I kind of like scribbled down. People was asking me or whatever. Um, do you think, or what do you think about possibly? Dean and Unique possibly having the beef because Rock may see or Dean may see that Rock is winning the war. Well, is I don't it a possibility? I, I, I don't. Only because of the soundbite that we got in the last episode where he said that I supply both of you. I don't really uh, care about y'all y'all petty feud or whatever y'all got going on this is just business for me so right. i think whoever whoever is on top is whoever he's going to serve um i don't think he's rooting for either one of them i don't think he cares about either one of them as long as my product is out on the streets and i'm making money that's pretty much all i care about you yeah know? i don't think he has an opinion i don't think yeah i feel the same way i don't think he got a dog in that fight now when i was I, asked I, this when i was asked this, i swear i saw this i said the same thing but the phone call between unique and it had me think something different. It was just kind of like, all right, so if you got the cops hot on you and they can go to this other side and the cops is not hot on Rock, then this is who wins, though, right? Well, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that I think that uh, 
Ding may have probably been supplying Unique a little bit longer mm-hmm. than Rock. And so there there may have been more of a working relationship with Unique's organization than it has been with Raquel. But um, I, I, I still don't think that he cares either way. Uh, I mean, I think at this point that it's it, – because he said the same thing to her. When her corners got rolled up last week, he was like, well, Unique's corners didn't get rolled up. How come yours did? So uh, it's almost like he probably expected her to retaliate against him because her shit got blowed up and Mm -hmm. his did. So it's just all about the fact that they are in a war against each other and they're both getting their drugs from the same supplier. Is whoever takes out who is becomes and you also and you also got to take into consideration the fact that what happened with Unique almost got his people hemmed up. Right. 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 Whereas what happened with Raquel, it it may not be good for business, but it didn't affect his people. It didn't mm-hmm. affect his organization, right? And but my personal if the question: cops, You know, if the cops had, which they should have, but if the cops had came out as soon as the exchange was made, his people get get hemmed up. Correct. And my personal question is: I asked you this uh, the last time me and you uh, retro we closed. Who at this episode is your personal favorite character? Oh, uh, this episode. As far as the, we we four episodes in. Hmm. So as far as the last four episodes, right here, right now, who is your favorite character, and who are y'all looking more forward to see their character development? Mine's gonna be jukebox. <laughs> Mine's still jukebox. But why, well, why retro? Well, why retro? Because, uh, well, you have to look at, uh, with the exception of all the other characters, we've kind of met and 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 understand what these characters are that we're seeing as far as Marvin, Lulu, Raquel, and even Kanan for that matter. We know exactly what to expect out of these characters, why they are the way they are, what they become in later series. Whereas with Jukebox, there seems to be still a little bit of an innocence about her. She yes. seems very standoffish from the family business. Exactly. She ain't out here trying to hustle. She ain't out here trying to sell drugs. She said, I don't want shit to do with whatever Marvin got going on. Exactly. So what I want to see is what changes her. We kind of already know what's changing Kanan and the fact that he's motivated by wanting to help and support his mother and protect his mother is another Tariq and Tasha story being told. So we kind of understand why Kanan made the moves he makes, even though they were stupid decisions. We understand that. Right now, we're motivated so much with Jukebox because she wants to be, uh, she wants to get this record deal. She wants to get this demo tape. What changed all that mm-hmm. is what I want to see for her. You know, she's the one that has the most that's changed. You know, how do you go from having a uh a one uh, aspiring career in the music industry to become a cop. To being a cold-hearted killer cop. A cold-hearted killer cop. So it's it's jukebox for me. What'd you say, mm. CP? Ah <laughs> I mean I'm probably it's probably between Jukebox and Raquel. Raquel made me mad because I don't really like the way she handled the situation with with Symphony and Keenan. Mm. I mean Kanan, but I but overall I I just love how she moves. And I definitely love how she handled the dude down at the bodega. 
Like I'm, 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 you know, I love that move, but I agree. Like Jukebox is probably the biggest question mark. Like it's just yes. so many, just so many question marks with her. Yeah, because even with the, uh, even with the uh, girl, we we see that she's accepting her sexuality, but she hasn't come full blown into her sexuality. So you know that this girl is her first love. You know that music was her first love. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see how things go south for her. You know, obviously, she's going to lose this little girl. So that's going to have an effect on her. Um, obviously, she's going to part ways with the family business. Uh, something's going to cause that effect on her, you know, whether it's uh, her dad. And I would like to see more of her relationship with Marvin unfold as well. And at the very least, them speak to her mother situation, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a lot to learn about Jukebox still that I don't feel like we need to learn about the other characters. Cause like, Jukebox I feel like I've seen name. everything I need to see about Marvin. I've seen everything I need to see about Kanan at this point, but Jukebox is a, a, a very unsolved mystery. Like we don't know what turned her into Jukebox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juke, Jukebox don't even have the same last name. Her last name ain't even Thomas. So, like, I want to see how that really unfolds. And, like, to me, she's still my favorite, most interested. She's my most interested character. I still, like, Lu, like Lulu is just smooth as hell. I just think, like, Lulu would just be like, but they're not doing enough with his character. Yeah, I think Lulu I would like, like to see them. I would like to see them do more with his character. I would like to see him eventually open his own studio up, even if it doesn't go anywhere with that. I would want to see him working towards that that vision. This is like all of power. We saw Ghost work towards his end game, even though he didn't make it out. We saw that he was inspired to want to get out of life. We was we saw that he wanted to be a club owner, and he he had some moderate success towards that. It was the other people that he had in his life that didn't support that that led to his downfall, um, and then a lot of his own decision making too that led to his downfall. So it's just going to be very interesting to see how the rest of the family's uh, decisions affect her. Lulu is like. I'm gonna drink my coffee. I'm gonna read my newspaper, but quiet is kept. I'll kill every motherfucker in here. Yep. That's that's that that <laughs> like that's what that's what I get from Lulu. But what what Jukebox is so interested is because, like I said, we don't know her like her story and the way that she ended up being is so different from what we see and not like we can see the development of of Kanan a, a lot, you know, how he gets to the point where he's at. But with with jukebox, by her being a, the singer, you know, I guess it's, I'm assuming that's where the jukebox name came from. And a sense of innocence. And a sense of innocence, you know, whatever. But she don't have a sense of innocence. Like the way she talked, like if you piss her off, she's gonna pop off. Like she's gonna pop off. Even now, she just don't go to the point and to the extreme that of murder. Yeah, a murder. But she's like. Yeah, press the fuck on. Like, if you don't, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't gonna do it this way, if you ain't gonna do it that way, you know, get the fuck on. You see how she stopped it. The way the dude was kicking the security guard ass, you know, or whatever. And I also think that may have something to do with her being a cop, too. You know, because it was, it, it was a power surge, kind of. Yeah. You know, like, it was, 
Where the better that, and bad. I don't want no harm to come to the innocent. So yeah, to speak. yeah. You know, so he don't deserve this. Like he ain't part of life. You know, he out here, uh, you know, doing an honest job. You know, we not gonna fuck him up behind. And it. she can control the situation if she's put in that position of power. The way he controlled the situation because he was putting because he was putting that position of power. He let her go because he was putting in the position of power to let her go. But you mm-hmm. you also have to see that uh, jukebox also feels like she's the black sheep sheep of the family so i think that's, that's another reason why she kind of goes out and branches out on her own is like you know i want to do my own thing you know i'm not part of the family business so i'm gonna go ahead and create my own life and i think a lot of that's going to come to fruition when marvin finds out about her sexuality and this he probably disowns her he probably kicks her out of the family he probably you know she probably had to go off and do her own thing because now uh, you know, Marvin has made this decision that, you know, to disown her, you're not my child anymore, blah, 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 blah. So uh, a lot of that will answer a lot of our questions when we see their relationship for the... Marvin can uh, kick her Marvel. out. If Marvin kick her out, Rock, Rock kicks him out. Marvin not going to kick her out. But we know that's what's going to happen because in power, when uh, she went to go pick Kanan up, when he got fucked up, uh, you know, the cousin even said, I've never known for Jukebox to let anybody stay here. And then Kanan said that, well, you know, uh, Jukebox, I was there for her when her um, old man found out about her sexuality and kicked her out. Oh, you know, he took her I in. about that. That's why I say you got to go mm-hmm. back to, you got to go back to Power, season two and season three. There's a lot of Easter eggs. I feel like the current writing team is, uh, is uh, going back to or referencing back to and I think it's going to be a lot of those questions are going to be answered in this story that's being told mm-hmm. because uh, there was things that were said, comments that were that weren't meaningful to us at that time because it was Ghost's story, right? You know. So now mm-hmm. we're going to understand why Jukebox became such a cold-hearted, I don't love nobody because I don't feel like nobody loved me type deal. And losing that girl is going to affect her because that's her first love. Mm-hmm. That girl is 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 important to her. So mm-hmm. I think whatever happens with her is going to really turn the faucet on for Jukebox. This is like what you're saying with Kanan. Uh, if Kanan ends up killing um, Davina, is no, is no looking back. Yeah, so I think, I, I think whatever what happens. happens to this little girl with Jukebox is what's going to be the catalyst for her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this week. Uh, we got a lot of we got a lot of different opinions and thoughts about this show. We're loving it. Um, I can't wait to the end of the season so we can do our character analysis show and really break down uh, what we thought about the characters that we saw in season one. Um, as always, you can find us on our social media. Uh, shout out to our boy Juggernaut of Souls who wasn't able to be with us tonight, but he's here in spirit. So you can follow him on Instagram at juggernaut underscore of souls. Um, and then, of course, you can find him on YouTube at juggernaut of souls. You can find me, Retro CG, on Instagram. CP, how can they find you? Uh, they can definitely find me on YouTube at ReallyBTV. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ReallyBTV underscore on YouTube. Hey, and DJ, how we find you? <laughs> you can find me in the building even when I'm outside. You heard me? <laughs> you can find me in the building even when I'm outside. You heard me? We I'm can find, find you me. at Trust TSF Entertainment <laughs> on Instagram. So, DJ, 
DJ been kind of keeping an eye on our uh, Instagram page. I have you been. Find us, uh, <laughs> at TSF Entertainment and shout out send y'all uh, questions and voicemails and things like that you can email us info at tsfentertainment.com please like do please do so we can bring these questions and topics up on the episode please do mm-hmm. I got people mm-hmm. that my regular job just asking me questions listening to our podcast and I try to job now as fast as I possibly can while I continue on my regular 9 to 5 Please do, please do. So we bring those up, and we could give y'all our opinions, give y'all what we see out there as far as the uh, the production team opinions and um, the production team aspects and anything that we possibly see that going on with the Power Universe. Please, please. And if you want to be on the show, please hit us up. We uh, we welcome people to come on the show with us mm-hmm. because these are what we are seeing. So we would love to see the, uh, what you guys are seeing and hear what you guys are um, experiencing with the show and what you're enjoying about the show. Um, so, again, you can email us at info at tsfentertainment.com. Drop us a DM on Instagram. Shoot us a voicemail through the Anchor app. Uh, we're out here. So, Hell, that- if you see me at Foot Locker, let me know what your question is. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to bring that question up on the show. Please, 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 please. I, I advise, strongly advise you. Appreciate y'all. All right, fam. We'll see y'all next week, y'all. All right. All holla. Right. Peace. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.